This week's episode here's on get is brought to you in part by TBS Superstation's Atomic Twister. I am declaring a stage one alert. Melissa, we got a tornado touching down, heading straight towards Helm and Klein. It's gonna hit the nuclear plant. This is gonna make Chernobyl look like a firecracker. We are not going to let this happen. I need some help here. Yeah. Jake, damn it, listen to me. The place is gonna blow. Oh, dear God. Atomic Twister, Sunday, June 9th, TBS Superstation. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly interterritorial podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Handlebreaker, and with me today, my brother from another mother, it's Tab Burt. Welcome back, everybody. And our weird cousin, Todd Seidel. Hey, hey, hey! Uh, This week's episode was brought to you by a TBS Superstation movie from the year 2002 that we sat down and watched on Saturday. Uh Just us watched it. Uh, and boy, was it, it was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It was a made for TV movie yeah. about a, a nuclear power plant meltdown while tornadoes are also happening. Yes. And it's the first and only time I think I've seen in media where tornadoes literally sneak up on people. <laughs> it was so good. There's a scene early on in the movie where there's the, the guard at the nuclear power uh-huh. plant is a black guy and he steps out of his little booth and like calls his wife and he's like, are we under tornado warning? And he's like, okay, well, I'll talk to you later. Honey, he hangs up the phone and starts walking and then looks over his shoulder. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> he gets sucked up by the tornado and killed. Yep. Ill sneaker. Uh, and then there's a kid, the, one of the main characters is that kid, and he really, really wants to touch his babysitter's titties. <laughs> like, like it's not like, it wasn't like secretly implied, it's, that's his character's arc. That's his movie. character arc in the movie, yeah. Like, literally, the first thing that happens is he's staring at her chest in the movie yeah. while she's bending over. And she got some good titties. Yeah. Uh, but were they, they, they big titties? They were a big, big, titty. <laughs> big titty. Yeah. And like at the beginning of the movie, she's wearing like just a tank top. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's wearing a sweater. Yeah. And she's wearing a sweater for the rest of the movie. Was it, was, it cold? Uh, it was not cold. It was but, windy. but he, he, uh, he's. <laughs> He's like he's there's a scene where he's sitting in there in the house and he's just like bouncing a basketball on the floor and then she goes she goes uh do you want to like play a game or something and and he goes can I pick the game and immediately pulls out Twister like Twister's <laughs> already staged and ready to yep, go yep. he's like like he said it before yeah I'm gonna touch a titty yep uh we, but we had we had a lot of fun we also that watched movie. um Death Race Death Sport Death Sport yeah that was that was that okay. was that was awful. I mean, yeah. it was the problem with Death Sport, which starred David Carradine, by the way. Yeah. And a Playboy Playboy playmate. I can't yeah. remember her name. Um, Who cares? You never do. Uh, it was a ripoff. It was a like a cross between Mad Max and Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, the problem, though, was the movie was 65% just motorcycle shots. <laughs> Uh, motorcycle shots with the sound of airplanes. Over <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a, a motorcycle would whip past and it would be, like, be airplanes. <laughs> and it was just uh, oppressively loud yeah. and then things would explode. You it know was, how occasionally in, in like lesser movies, you'd be like, hey, didn't we see that shot before? Yeah. Whereas in this movie, 
almost every scene had a shot, <laughs> had like, a that. shot like that. Did they at least like mirror image it or just no? no it, it would be straight up the same or, shot, or at least the same shot from three different camera angles. Yeah, like there was there was a chase sequence at one point, and it was pretty obvious that they were using the same. <laughs> The same like a little motorcycle court, court, jump, yeah, and they yeah, yeah. they filmed it from four different angles, and they just kept using it, reusing yeah, it, but yeah. the different angle be like, oh, this is a different place in this massive complex that's like a tunnel and a and a ramp and some flaming barrels. Yep. But yeah, it was it was weird. It it was mostly enjoyable, and then it ended. It just kind of ended. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, ah, the movie's over now. Ah. <laughs> uh, Atomic Twister, though, man, that was... Uh... Atomic Twister was something else. Was yeah, it... there, there, was, there was one point about halfway through where we were like, if this thing that we think it's is going to happen, happen happens. happens... And then we howled with laughter for five <laughs> because minutes it because it happened. <laughs> was uh, it like ABC, NBC? Who? TBS. TBS. Yeah. Okay. yeah we so. did not know that going in. We, we just thought it was going to be a, a, a crappy... Um, early 2000s B-movie. Yeah, destruction... And so the plan movie. was, like, we started watching it, and it was like, okay, if this sucks, because we were, we were between, like, three or four yeah, movies, yeah. if this sucks, we'll switch to another movie, but we'll jump to the same runtime point yeah, yeah. and uh, just kind of see what's going on. <laughs> and we ended up watching that movie in its entirety because yeah. it was so, so dumb and also funny. There's a, a Zach from Saved by the Bells in it. Yep. Corbin Burnson is in it. <laughs> And he's in it. He's in like for three scenes. Yeah, they all yeah. take place in one location, and it very much looks like they they got him for they got him for like four hours. Yep, yep. And they put him in his cop uniform, and they're like, "All right, here are your lines." And he comes out, and he just like comes out and stands, and he's like, "Uh, let me give you some exposition about what's going to be going on in the plot for the next couple minutes." Hands <laughs> on his hips, doesn't give a fuck, and he's like, "All right, I'm going back to my office." And yep. they he did that about three times, and then he was done for the, the day. He got his paycheck, <laughs> five grand, and. The movie came out on TBS and nobody watched it. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? The PS5 was announced. They they finally uh, they decided Black Lives Matter don't matter that much, and they went ahead and did their <laughs> their release program to tell us about the new separate but equal equal Miles Morales yeah, game. Yeah, that's the only thing I know about the PS5 reveal. Yeah, it that was, and it looks like shit. The console, you mean? Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird. It's a weird looking design. It is uh, in the way that like a lot of concept designs for when people are like, "This is what I think the PS Five is going to look like." People shit all over the uh, Xbox because it's just like a a rectangle. A, yeah, but I kind of like that because that can easily tuck anywhere in your entertainment center. Whereas this is like a bright white, gaudy, ugly thing. It's that, also big. Have you seen the? Have you seen yeah, it next to everything else? Huge and has all these curved surfaces, uh-huh. so it can't like sit nicely in places. Yeah. Big American. Like does PlayStation. It, does does the, does it even matter what the fucking consoles look like at this point? Not really, because uh, they're all kind of the same thing. You know the um, they're both just kind of going to be. I think the best design. PCs. The best design of the PlayStation uh, is PS4 because it was just like it was just that plain rectangle with the slight. Have you seen the slim? The PS4 slim slant. Uh, no, it's a little. It, it, the the, the uh, all the corners are so it's not. It doesn't have the slant. Yeah, it's just a it's a true rectangle now. Yeah, but all those also they curved all the corners. Okay, yeah, that's fine too. I like it. It's a little bit like the Mac Mini. Yeah, yeah, uh, that and I, I I really like the PlayStation too. Yeah, with no corners, man, you can really throw that the thing way further too. than you Both, could. Because the slim only. was just the, was that the same thing shape. Was so it was small. so tiny. Yeah, man. Uh, but it had it retained the same shape. It just got smaller. Yes, yes. And uh, I I liked that design. 
But then I kind of stopped caring. Yeah, eventually, I mean, they should just all be black boxes. Black boxes, yeah. Because you, you tuck them in your entertainment center, and then you never touch them again. Yeah. Unless you, you're moving. Yeah. Or they could be or like a pair a of tits one. or something. Yeah, like... <laughs> I want the C cup version. That's like, that, that, would be, that would be a controller. Like an, that, a, yeah, a controller you want a titty accessory. controller. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, real quick, we can go through what they showed the PS5 uh, event. Um, they're porting Grand Theft Auto V to the PS5. Someone pointed out. It that, will be eight years old when it comes out. Yeah, the, in the last eight years, we've gotten one Grand Theft Auto game. And in the eight years prior to that, we got four Grand Theft Auto games. Yes. Uh, part of that, I would say a good... 50% of that is that as graphics become as as they go to, more towards realism yeah. with graphics that takes so much more than the PS2 level design did. Uh but also the other bigger part is uh Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah, that's where their money is. Well, and also Grand Theft Auto uh 4 and 5 suck. Uh, I like five I, more I than like four. I would call them unplayable messes. Four, I, I do not look back fondly on at all. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get through the tutorial stage of, of five. Mm -hmm. I grew so annoyed with the game. And really? I was just like, yeah, because it once it this is as far as I got. You're playing as a guy. You're finally in a car. You're finally let loose in Los Angeles. Like, this is because there was a whole pregame portion that I hated. Yeah. And then it's, finally, it's, no it's like, okay, great. I'm in Los Angeles. I can just drive around and do some stuff. And then, do you uh, want the story? Do you care about the story? No, I don't give a fuck. Well, then online is probably what you want. But you can't get to online. I don't. I know because I don't want to play with people. There's a, there's a mode you can have on GTA Online, which is really cool. It's like ghost mode, which is you yeah. can still see all the other people around around and doing Grand Theft Auto shit, but they can't interact with you. Uh, is that where you can like cheap shot them? Like, but are there NPCs that I can just kill blatantly on the street and then run from the cops? Yeah, oh yeah. That's that's the fun part of Grand Theft Auto yeah. to me. Maybe maybe we'll. I, I, it'll be it'll be fun to check it out on the stream. Okay. Yeah, I love yeah, doing the anyway, standoff. I got to a point where I'm supposed to. Dr I get to LA and I'm like, okay, I can drive around now. And it's like, no, you need to go to this place before you can you can even get out of the car. And mm. uh, I couldn't navigate to that place because it doesn't give you a route. It just puts a dot on a map, and the dot was like on the other side of a neighborhood. Uh huh. And I, I just, and then I kept flipping the car over, and I was just like, oh yeah, this game sucks, just like <laughs> the last one. And uh, I turned it off, and I yep. never played it again. Uh, they showed, of course, Spider Man Miles Morales. Yeah. Uh, the separate but equal Spider Man game. Uh, Gran Turismo 7, which I have no interest in interest at all. In at all. Uh, a new Ratchet and Clank game called Rift Apart. Yeah. Uh, they ended that trailer with a female ratchet that already has porn made of. Nice. Um, Project Athia by Square Enix. It looks like to be the remnants of. I, I doubt you remember this or even saw it. There was. They had a. Uh, they made their own engine called Luminous Engine, and they showed it off with a trailer for a game that never came out uh, called Project Athena. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was what I thought would be a really cool Final Fantasy, which was a mix of urban with. Uh, the magic elements. with the fantasy elements. Uh, yeah. There's like a bone dragon, and she's she's got magic powers, but also there's like so, like a cult priest thing going on, and there's dudes AK-47s. It was kind of a, so. I think that's yeah. it's the remnants of that. Uh, Stray, which looks like you you playing as like a uh, messenger cat in a robot world. Okay. Uh, Returnal, 
um, which looked like uh, it's a third-person shooter, but it's Groundhog Day where you crash a ship onto this planet and then you die. And you but keep you reliving Day. that same yeah. thing. Uh, Sackboy, a big adventure. It's little big planet, Sackboy, oh. but in a Mario-style uh, 3D world. I found little of, big planet yeah. to be a tedious game. Me too. It's the only part of little big planet when they were making them that I really wanted was to like just give me all the cool shit people have made and let me play that. Yeah, I don't like being able to make your own stuff is cool, but it's so tedious, tedious. on the on the PlayStation. Whereas this is just this is just a game. This yeah. is not making your own thing. This is playing like Mario game, uh, Destruction All Stars, which is like a Destruction Derby game with like. Uh, character Overwatch ish characters, but why not bring back Twisted Metal? That's the question. Um, they brought they did one on the PS3. Yeah, near the end of the PS3. Yeah, life I, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, one of my one of the better things I think they sh- they showed. It had a very DreamWorks CGI look to it, mixed with like old PS2 adventure games in the way that like on PS2 there was so many of those like third person fantasy adventure games where you've got a stick and some magic. Yeah. You know how many of those were it was it was it's one of those, but it looks it just looks really good. Uh Goodbye Volcano High, which looked like um uh like Bojack Horseman, that kind of animation. Uh pass. It's, it, it looked like Life is Strange but for furries. Okay. <laughs> uh Odd World Soulstorm, I don't give a shit about the Oddworld franchise and never have. Never I think even heard of it. The only one I I, I I mildly liked was Stranger's Wrath on the Xbox because you didn't play as the ugly Oddworld dude. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo, which uh, is a first-person creepy action game, but you're not shooting anything or punching things. You're doing Naruto ninja science to do magic. Okay. Which is kind of interesting because I don't think anyone's done that before. Yeah. Yeah, because it's stupid. <laughs> uh, Jet the Far Shore, which looked like a weird noir, uh, No Man's Sky looking thing. Uh, Godfall looks absolutely horrendous. It's melee destiny, destiny, but with swords and shields, um, and no like design, <laughs> no good design to it. Uh, Solar Ash is an indie game where you're skating around it. Yeah, it's all right. It looks all right. Hitman Three. Um, Astro's Playroom Astrobot is the little guy that lives in your controller in the PS4 uh-huh. uh, I, there's rumors that it's going to be free on PS5 okay. because you just you'll be able to play that it's like a Mario-esque looking thing Little Devil Inside which is one of the best things I think they showed is an indie game that was kickstarted like five years ago got a very very interesting art art style and tone to it uh, let's get to the important one though NBA 2K21 that's not the important one <laughs> Sweat technology, bug snacks, which looked horrendous. Uh, the Demon Souls remake is that what you're talking about? You're talking about the nope. big one, of course, is the Demon Souls remake. Nope. Um, Death Loop from Arcane and Bethesda looks great. I should show you the trailer because you would love it. It's got a very. Uh, it's by Bethesda though. Published, pub- published. I pass. Not made by. Pup still pass. Um, Probably a bug-ridden piece of shit. <laughs> arcane, arcane games are usually not that buggy. They make they're the guys that make a uh, Dishonored. Um, oh yeah. The trailer has super really cool '60s uh, British spy uh, the- like. Um, I mean, it just a looks- vibe. It's a vibe, yeah, yeah. Um, Resident Evil Eight 
looks great. It's got werewolves and shit in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pragmata by Capcom. No one knows what the fuck it is, but it, it was an awesome trailer. And then they ended with uh, Horizon 2. Okay, that's uh, not what I was looking for. What were you looking for? Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, that's coming out this year. That's coming out in September. But I assume it, like... That's one that they. It's coming out in September. When does the PlayStation come out? Um, October or November. October or November. Yeah, so it should be a launch game. It should, but they. Um, they optimize it for PS3, not for P or PS4. Not no, PS5. one. The, actually, one of the reasons they uh, that it got because it was supposed to come out in April of yeah. this year. One of the reasons it got pushed back was because they were because they ha- were having trouble making it work on Xbox One and PS4. Um, yeah, that, uh, that which they couldn't cancel. Apparently, they couldn't cancel. There's. They couldn't cancel those editions, ah. uh, but it, it will it will come to the uh, other consoles. It's already been announced for Series X because it's one of the things they announced. Uh, Is Series X the new Xbox console? Yes, the big rectangle guy. Okay, uh, they have they have a really cool thing the called Xbox One Sex. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Direct something, but uh, basically any not any most Xbox One games like from this year and uh-huh. like last year and early on. You just have to buy the one thing, and they'll give it to you on the on the new thing. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, it's enough game stock. Yeah. Let's get into some issues. Here's what I don't get. Uh, this phased reopening bullshit. I think we all know why we're having phased reopenings, right? Why do you think we're having phased reopenings? I have no idea what the phases are, so I couldn't tell you. The reason why we're having phased reopenings instead of just being like, uh, hey, everything's open. Uh-huh. Is because if they go, hey, everything's open, people will go, um, why are we locked inside our homes for four months? Do you think so? Yes. If you if you just reopen, you have to say, oh, uh, sorry, we shit the bed. We have no idea what we're talking about when we make. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they ever will. No, they never will. But- so I don't get the, the, the reason for the phase openings and reopenings anyways. They're not going to admit they were wrong. Why bother with the phases? Because what it does is it lets them slowly it lets them slowly dole your rights back to you uh-huh. without ever having to admit they were wrong. And they get to put the timeline on it, and they get to give it to you as this carrot and stick. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys have been good. Here's phase four. Phase four, you get to sit down in an Arby's and eat lunch. <laughs> well, uh, well uh, we're not in phase four, I guess. No, no, no. Phase four, you can eat lunch. Phase five, you can oh, eat gotcha, dinner. Gotcha. Yeah, we tried to go to Arby's <laughs> for dinner, and we walk up, and the doors are locked, but the sign says that indoor dining is available between 11 and 3 p.m., yeah. but apparently after 3 p.m., you can get the Rona again. It's why? Why why even bother? Because they're assholes. Yeah. So uh, we ended up just leaving and went to a restaurant where we were we sat at a table and were served food like yeah. human beings. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this phase, the phase reopenings are are to hold on to the power and not admit you're wrong. So the next time there's a crisis, they can go, "Oh, we got locked down again," because and no one can say like, "Well, the last time we had a lockdown, you just arbitrarily decided to have one." Because yeah. remember, it started. It was two weeks to flatten the curve, and yeah, then it, yeah, it yeah. just kept being like, "Wait two more weeks. Wait two more weeks. Wait two more weeks." Well, what started happening in Tulsa two weeks ago, Tim? Uh, the protests. Protests, yeah, uh-huh. big massive gatherings of people. Which our cuck mayor, JT Cuckold Bynum, uh-huh. the faggot, uh, the faggot of Tulsa, <laughs> uh, he he was wholeheartedly endorsed them. And when they came to his door, he ran away like a little punk yeah. bitch. Yeah. Uh, 
and then gave in to literally all their demands. Just carte blanche. Yeah, this, which that's never going to blow up in your face <laughs> again. But anyway, uh, those happened two weeks ago, right? Yep. So we should have seen a massive spike. Massive spike. A massive spike. Th- groups of thousands of people on, in Greenwood and Brookside, uh-huh. not to mention the fact that bars and restaurants have been open for a month and a half. Yeah. Should have just seen like this massive spike. You know what the spike was this week? What? 81 new cases. 81 new cases. That's a lot of new cases. Yeah, that is a lot of new cases. How many tests were done this week? Well, I, I, I assume that the testing has always just always been at a strong high number. Uh, you would be wrong, Tim, because <laughs> the testing testing in Oklahoma has ramped way the fuck up. We way went up. We went in uh, in April from doing like testing testing in the high in the the low thousands uh-huh. was a high of a week. Yeah. To now, daily tests are averaging about four thousand tests a day. Uh huh. And then on Mondays there are fifteen thousand tests yeah. because Sunday and Saturday and Sunday there's no tests. Don't get there. There there are, but there's like a hundred. And then, yeah, those those are, but those are people that get sick and go to the doctor, and be, the doctor's like, you need the test. Whereas these thousands are people going back to work and the work saying you need a test every two weeks. <laughs> that too. Because we're we're ramping up these testing. So then the news reports eighty one new cases. They don't report about um, if any of those people are going to the hospital. No, which the number is one point seven in ten. Yes. So with eighty one new cases, we should be seeing like seventeen people in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Or no, fourteen people in the hospital. It's thirteen point nine five people in the hospital. Yeah. So fourteen people hospitalized, and of hospitalizations, uh, there it's like thirty percent of those die mm-hmm. based on the whole total number. Yes. So of those fourteen, about four should die. Four or five. Yeah. yeah. Should die. Kind of proves that maybe we don't need these phase reopenings at all. The other thing is, it's going to be really funny. I'm looking forward to three weeks from now because we are about to have a massive gathering at the BOK Center. Oh, Trump yes. is kicking off his 2020 tour here, here Tim. Yeah, in here, town. In, in the town. great American Southwest of Tulsa, uh-huh. Oklahoma. Because we're gonna maga the fuck out of this shit. Yeah, so, he. This is the one place he doesn't need to campaign in. That's. That's exactly why you campaign here. I know that. He won the last election by 40 points or something. I don't think a Democrat has won Oklahoma in like uh, 80 years. Oh, more. Oh, yeah. It's been since the late 1800s, if not the early 1900s, since a Democrat has won. Uh, Tim, we weren't a state in the late 1800s. That's what I I know. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) No, because we've had Democrat governors. Presidential yeah. elections, yeah. we just don't elect. Pre- no, I'm, 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 yeah. In, in any case, the the starting here, right? So, uh, and the big, I was not expecting any kind of spike. In fact, the 81 cases, the 81 new cases, mostly yeah. came from a gathering indoors, according to the news article that I read, because it doesn't spread out. Doesn't spread outdoors. But this is going to be inside the BOK Center, an arena that I think seats 20,000 people. It's a it's a big arena. Uh, I'm sure they're give, they're only doing like 10 percent capacity or something. Something, yeah, something dumb like that. But we should see a huge spike two weeks after that. So three weeks from now, uh, or three, not, th- yeah, three weeks from now, we should be seeing a huge spike in cases in Oklahoma, in mm-hmm. Tulsa. Yes. And when we don't, 
it's going to be just another nail in this coffin of there's no reason to do these phased reopenings. But our dipshit of a mayor is going to keep on slowly doling this stuff out because yeah. he's a because he cannot give up this power. He threatened businesses with with l- losing their licenses yep. over bullshit. And if he just goes, I just I just really need these people to admit they are wrong. Because if someone admits they're wrong, we can all learn from it, right? Yep. Uh, when you fuck up and buy Chinese-made parts for your car when you knew it was a bad idea, <laughs> you can go, okay, that wasn't a good idea. I need yep. to actually spend money on parts next time. Yep. But if I just go like, nope, this was a great purchase, and my car continues to fucking rattle all day yeah. while I'm driving, eventually the back wheel's going to fall off, and I'm going to cause a big fucking accident <laughs> on the highway. Here's The problem with that is that we live in a time where no one is willing to say that either they were wrong or that you were right or that you were right or even that they changed their mind on a subject. That is also true. Uh, it, it is wild. It yeah. is, it is wild times. So we're going to keep on doing these phase reopenings and keep on getting like it truly. I mentioned this last week on the show or the, two weeks ago. It truly feels like, your parents giving you a reward <laughs> yeah. for your good behavior. Yes. Like, oh, you made all A's this semester, so yep. this weekend, all the free TV time you yep. can. We're going to go to Walmart, and you get to buy any game Except you, you know what it feels like even more than that is, uh, well, Tab, you really fucked up first semester of junior year. Yeah. You really shit the bed. Yeah. Uh, usually you're, you get all A's and B's. You've got two F's and three D's and a C this semester. Tim, uh, it's not it's, you, okay. Let's get this at more accurate. Right? Uh-huh. This is uh, first semester sophomore year. Sophomore year, yeah. okay. What whatever. You really shit the bed. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take away your PlayStation. Yeah. We're gonna take away your TV. We're gonna take away your your computer. We're gonna take away all this stuff from you. And when you when you start to pull your weight in school. We will slowly give you back. These uh, slowly privileges. give you back these privileges. Yeah. So the so the second semester, your first progress report comes in, and it's all A's. Mm-hmm. Like, and so it's like, all right, but you got to keep it up. Back. But yeah. you got to keep it up. Yeah. Otherwise, we're taking it right back away, and it's all on you. This was not on us. Uh, despite uh, we, despite us. Uh, I don't know. You're, 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 and this this analogy, your parents really fucked up, also, but they won't admit it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Except in, in this, yeah, in this, in this, uh, this analogy, right? Your parents helped you with all your homework for a semester <laughs> for the first time. The first time. For the first time. Yeah. 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 Even you, though the even though last year you did just fine without any of their help. Now they're like, well, we have to help you. It's it's going to be a hard year for you. There was there was a weird there was a weird special on 2020 uh-huh. about like parents that care yep. and they got really way too involved in your yep. life and they started helping with your homework and like explain you how yep. to do things based on what their vague recollections of school was <laughs> and you just like like your your teacher's like, what the fuck is going on? You're like, I don't know. Mm. My my dad helped yeah. me with my homework. Yep. And it's like, well, maybe you should stop doing that. And I don't want him to. And then second semester. Um, Second semester, you started doing, you started staying late after school and doing all doing your homework on your own, on yep. your own again, yep. and that's how the grades come up. 
And uh, and so you get home, you're like, no, no, I don't have any homework. It's all done. And you show your parents you're done homework, and they're mm-hmm. like, they're like, okay, good. And your grades come back up, and they yep. slowly dole your privileges back out to you, even though it's all their fucking fault yep. to begin with. <sighs> yeah, that's a great analogy, Tim. Uh, th- this is. This is it's embarrassing. It's frankly embarrassing. And what's also crazy is the double speak because you have like in New York City, Bill de Blasio is like, Black Lives Matter protests, you guys are speaking out against the system. You guys are doing God's work. We'll love you. Mm-hmm. Uh Orthodox Jew kids who want to go to summer camp. Fuck you, get inside your <laughs> fucking house or I'm gonna send the police after you. They're gonna drag you out of your home and cut off your little curly locks and then beat you to death. <laughs> and they'll do it in the same fucking sentence. Yeah. And it's just, it's completely mind-blowing. It's like you can't you can't tell one group, hey, be go outside, do everything you want, and then tell the other group, uh, you guys need to uh, wear an armband on your on your arm and be shoved into these small ghettos. Uh-huh. I'm I'm calling Bill de Blasio literally Hitler. Yes, yeah. By the way. I I, it also it also pisses me off because okay, Donald Trump's coming to town, he's having a big rally at the BOK Center. Yeah. Why can't we have concerts at the BOK Center? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. kind of feel like I kind of feel like right. Uh, Trump's coming on Saturday, the twentieth, uh-huh. yeah, or the nineteenth, the twentieth, whatever it is, twentieth, yeah. I think, right? So fourteen days after that should be July third. Yeah, if there is no spike in cases, which they'll fabricate the numbers to make uh-huh. it look like a spike in of course, cases. Yeah. But if there's no spike in cases, um, July fourth should be a big fucking concert at the BOK Center. Yeah. Hey, uh, turns out you guys are all, and it should be, it should be the, G.T. Bynum is a dumb fuckface, and he should be put in stockades, and we get to just walk up to him and zip our pants down and just fucking slap him right in the face with our dicks. Uh, I thought you were going to piss in his face, but. Uh, I piss in his face, too, and his wife and his kids, too, they're all lined up. They have to, I really, I really have come to believe the family needs to be punished for the actions of the person. Yeah. Because. Otherwise, they don't get it. Otherwise, they don't get it. It's like in movies, right? Uh, you're torturing James Bond, uh-huh. and he's just like he's making wisecracks, and then you're like, you're literally, you're literally, you li- you have literally placed James Bond in a chair made to torture his testicles. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he, you're doing that, and he's laughing at you. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, uh, we're gonna go torture your lady friend. We're, he, we're gonna go torture Vesper. Lane. And then he starts to then he starts to bargain, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I also uh, this is my plan. This is my proposal, right? I want to legalize murder. Okay. Of politicians. Yes. Right? Uh, but only only if you if they represent you, right? Okay. So it, say say for instance, GT Bynum is my mayor, uh-huh. right? I kill him. Yeah. Police are like, Well, that's a freebie. And they let you go. <laughs> okay. Totally fine. Sure. Jim Inhoff. You kill Jim Inhoff. Yeah. And uh and it's like, You got him. You got him. Okay. That, don't kill anybody else. <laughs> Unless they're a politician. Yeah. Right? But here's here's the caveats, right? If you kill a staffer while trying to kill a politician that represents you, you do get punished for that crime, but it's only manslaughter. <laughs> right? It's not murder. It's just manslaughter. Well, yeah, because you, well, you didn't set out. I mean, even any case, that would be manslaughter. Yeah. Because you didn't set out to kill that to person. To kill that person, right? If you kill a just civilian, like so let's say I, I place a bomb at the... At, the Trump rally. Okay. And I blow it up and like I kill a civilian. Mm-hmm. I kill Trump and one civilian. That's that's it. Nobody else dies. Yeah. Well, Trump's a freebie. Yes. But the civilian, that's murder. That's you murder. can't go killing random fucking no. people, dude. No. You gotta really John 
The other thing is, a ten, if you try and kill a politician and you fail, like John Hinckley Jr., uh-huh. that is also a crime of attempted murder, and you go to jail for that one, because we can't have half measures. You either do it or you don't. <laughs> yeah. And you can't kill politicians that are not in your direct representation, right? Yes. I can't go kill Nancy Pelosi. No. Because I don't live in Nancy Pelosi's district. No. Now, I could move to her district, which there probably has to be like a, a, sta- a, sta- a statute, like, like, a, like a limit. Like you have to yeah. live in the district for like one year. Yes. And then it's legal to kill those people. So you can't just like move from. You have to live in in their district for a majority of their term. Uh, no, because then they're out if they get voted out and you don't get to kill them. I think you should have to live in their district when their election happens. I feel like that's fair. Okay. So. So say I move, I can't move to Nancy Pelosi's district right after the election mm-hmm. and then go kill her. I have to be there when an election happens, and I took part in the process. Yeah. Then I kill her. You also have to be registered to vote to kill these politicians. But if you live in that district, you can kill her, and it's a freebie. Uh, and so this is the reason why I think this is a great solution is it makes the politicians directly. Uh, responsible for their con- the happiness of their constituents, mm-hmm. right? Your politician fucks up a lot. You got a lot of people who who have absolutely nothing stopping them from murdering you in your sleep. Yeah. What about now? I I, I don't think you'll agree with me on this, but what about instead of just murder, uh-huh. you're able to uh, duel them? Oh, I, I'd love to bring back honor duels. Honor duels, yeah, yeah basically an honor duels, but just against politicians. I say a bit against everybody. I, I, I know you would yeah. say that, but I mean, but in this case, against against politicians. Poli- oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. What was uh, I saw? Uh, Ron Perlman got in a Twitter argument with uh, Ted Cruz. Okay, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is really weird. Um, yeah, it was just typical. You know, he's he's liberal, and Ted Cruz is not. And yeah, they're. Had, had, Yo, little Donnie, I farted in a jar and then huffed it myself. How do you like that one? Because <laughs> Ron Perlman lost his fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah. Have you not seen those tweets? I mean, <laughs> the ones I read were pretty funny. Uh, yeah, like like the way that um, a homeless man t- yelling at an invisible dog on the, on sure, the subway sure, is funny. Sure, um, But no, it was uh, what happened. Let's see. Uh, Yo, little Donnie, I rubbed shit all over my face and then went out to the park and told everyone I was a black man. How do you like that, yeah. little Donnie? Uh, Ted Cruz invited Ron Perlman. He said, I will donate. $10,000 to your non-political charity of choice uh-huh. if you can last five minutes in the ring with a different because <laughs> because Ron Perlman had said Ron Perlman said thank God for this third this third party otherwise you'd be the ugliest in the Senate and uh, so Ted Cruz instead of instead of offering to fight Ron Perlman said I will I will uh, I invite you to he fight spons- the other guy he sponsors the fight he sponsors yeah. the other guy <laughs> It was pretty funny. Yeah, that's that's my solution. And then and then when something like this happens, right, and they lock down our city, mm-hmm. we can go kill the people that are doing it to us and have a new election and get a new one who maybe's not going to do that. Maybe. And they got to think twice because the problem is that they don't represent your interests. You as an individual, they don't represent your interests at all. Yeah. They represent the corporate interests, the people that are paying for all their stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what these phased reopenings are. It's like, okay, uh, 
all these restaurants are going to go out of business. We're getting a lot of flack from the restaurants. So uh, we're going to allow you guys to stay open and take out only. And then the bar people are like, what the fuck? We want to have bar service. And they're like, okay, bars can be open. Like the first fucking thing is bars can be open, uh, but you got to only have half capacity. And, and they slowly dole this shit back out. Meanwhile, whole industries are just fucking c- collapsing yeah. uh, over nothing. They can't admit they're wrong. Speaking of concerts, I mean... The phases don't make any sense. There's no boundaries on the phases, right? Yeah. yeah. They just kind of go like... If they if they said if they said something like, uh, when we fall below so many infections per day uh-huh. uh, for a 14-day rolling yeah, average, yep, it's like, yep. okay, there's a metric that we yes. can all look at. Yeah. But they're just like, uh, it'll be when we feel like it when we go to phase five. Yeah. And so there's, there's nothing... Some states are extending their lockdowns based on nothing. Some places are opening up at, at neck-breaking speeds. It's all over the place. Yep. And if there was any amount of transparency, it wouldn't be a problem. But there's no transparency. So it's just like it's just your parents being like, oh, yeah, uh, here's your PlayStation back. Yep. For summer break, we're sending you to sleepaway camp. You earned it. <laughs> And then nine months later, you're going to have a little brother. <laughs> Wait a minute. Both of my siblings were born nine months after I got back from summer camp. <laughs> nine months after you went to summer camp. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, what were you going to say about it with the before I interrupted you? Oh, it was um, a lot of these smaller music venues are really in risk of... yeah. Of going out, and when that happens, the only thing that will be left are the huge arenas. A lot like Amazon and Walmart. Amazon yeah. making billions of dollars, while meanwhile your local stores are all just kaput. Yes, but the problem is that like arenas are so big that they you can only uh, you, the only musical acts that play at arenas are ones that will be able to sell out or that are able to sell out arenas. Yeah. So what's going to happen to all these other musical acts when in today's society, touring is what actually makes them money? Yeah, it's like in Tulsa, we have uh, the Canes. Uh-huh. Brady. Brady. It's 2,000. Canes is, I think, like four or 500. The yep. Brady is about 2,000. BOK centers 20,000, 18,000. There's super small places. Super small places like IDL Ballroom or the Merc. The Vanguard. The Vanguard uh, that do, you know, maybe 100. Uh-huh. There's, in, bar- in those. And then there's, there's, you know, bars. But, the, the, uh, there are other bars that do it. The Maybe Center? The Maybe, uh, yeah, no, the Maybe kinda, Center does do music. It's a small arena. It is a small arena. I think it occasionally I, does music. I, I want to say it's like. Four thousand or five. It's 000. mostly religious stuff. It's mostly Soji Tabuchi was playing there though. Gonna be playing there. I really? think it was canceled. Yeah. Oh. I sent you the picture. Did you? Yeah. Huh. Of the marquee. I sat in the hot sun for like ten minutes <laughs> waiting for the marquee <laughs> to cycle back to take a picture and send it to you. It was probably a while ago. Uh it was. It was like it was early on in the Or maybe it was while my entire phone carrier was just off. Yeah, it <laughs> got that happened today. They got a DDoS attack. Was that it? Was that what happened? Yeah, I, I briefly read about that. Uh, Jesus! Someone took down show. my entire phone carrier. I mean, yeah, but T-Mobile does kind of suck. But also, yeah, sure. But also, they're also one of the biggest phone carriers. Yeah. I I left. 
I left T-Mobile many years ago because they sucked. But anyway, phase reopenings, they don't work. It's a huge waste of all of our time. And uh, we need to we need to be have legalized the murder of politicians. <laughs> um, because there are a class of people that that don't provide anything, right? Like you look at any other group of people mm-hmm. and they provide something into the world. Sure. But like homeless people and dr- homeless drug addicts and politicians just a drain on society. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But they just they just leech and then homeless people just like leech. But politicians just like keep inflating their importance and their own pay. And leech. And yeah, but they're they're still leeching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you? What if homeless people like decided for you how much money uh, you needed to give them every time you saw one at a stoplight? Wow, that's uh, a politician. Yeah, yeah. But also, while they were while you were giving while you were handing them the money, they were also stealing whatever else you had in your car. Yeah, and uh, and you just let it happen. And then they also well, no, you didn't let it happen. But if you fought back, they would kill you. That's it. Yeah, and then. Um, they also, while doing all that, tell you what a piece of shit human being you are uh-huh. for trying to like go to work and be a productive member of society. Yep. That's politicians for you. <laughs> anyway, Tim, what's your uh, first issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Black and white. Oh, no. There's Soji Tabuchi at the Maybe Center. That's Chris Christopherson. That is shows you Tabuchi, Tim. Okay, that one is, but it said Chris Christopher. It says right underneath there, Soji Tabuchi. 2020 inductee to what? To the uh, Fiddler's Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's, it's whatever the, it was It was earlier in the marquee and you okay, missed it. Okay. Uh, yeah, black and white. I, and by black and white, I'm not, not talking about race, even You're though You're talking that's about the those boring issue. black and white films. No, I love every black, and, black white and white film I've ever seen has oh, just been a real I snoozer. Black and white films. I love black and white films so much that you got a black and white TV. That I make black and white films. Uh, no, but also one of my favorite movies of all time is not only is it black and white, it's technically not even a movie because there's only one moving shot in it. Uh huh. The rest are stills. Is it like that Swedish? Is it Swedish? No. It's French. Okay, yeah, I knew it was some foreigner. But thing. I love Swedish. I love sw- black and white Swedish films. Yeah, I love when they go bork, bork, bork at the end of every sentence. <laughs> What's that uh, Jungle Fever one? Schofferdigabistikberg and bork, bork, bork. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, what I'm talking about is the two extremes and how in our society, you got to be one or the other. Yeah. You have to, or else you're a piece of shit. You, there's, in our society... We've graduated to the point where if you're not with them, you're against them. Silence is violence, Tim. Silence is violence. If you're not with them, you're against them. As opposed to uh, being able to be a human being with complex emotions and feelings and thoughts of any kind, you have to be yes or no. Yeah. And I fucking hate it. Uh, well, I love it, Tim. So fuck you. <laughs> I there's absolutely no nuance to any story. There's no nuance to anything anymore. Uh, every every in this this you're it, either you're either for killing grandmas, yes, or you're or you're a sheep. 
Yeah, exactly. And this this literally goes beyond news. Um, everything is either the greatest thing ever or it's a piece of shit. Yeah. There's no in between. And if that's the world we're living in, if that's the world we've we've come to, I'm not I'm not sure that I want to live in it anymore. <laughs> Tab is now handing me his pistol. Um, <laughs> and I'm handing it back to him. Go outside if you do that, please. <laughs> no, no, you know what? Your drums will look really cool, Todd. They will look really cool. You gotta get them clear coated afterwards though. Yeah. We yeah. gotta we gotta stop the drippage and then get them clear coated. The hand, mm. the hand it will look awesome. Break Nothing better than coagulated <laughs> blood. It's great. Yeah. Uh it sucks. We'll just turn man. this into a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> we got plenty well, of that's time. A really looking, that's a really looking that's a really man, that's a really really like nice I, I, he he almost looks real. <laughs> <laughs> and then How'd you, you recreate you, the smell. You've rigged him up, you've rigged me up to go <laughs> <laughs> pop out at him. No, uh, I mean it's it sucks. It's um you like I said, you can't you can't people will call you a centrist. As if that's a dirty word. As if that's a dirty word. Yeah. No, actually, they they ne- I I don't get called centrist anymore. People just assume that I'm the other thing. That's the other. That's the other problem. Is is it? You get into an argument and you're like you're like um yeah that guy kind of des- deserved to get shot. He you was- can have bleeding heart liberal in your Twitter profile. Yeah. and still be called. Uh, and then the and then a it's white like, like oh Nazi. well you're a racist like what what did you who decided that for me yeah. you. <sighs> Yeah, and 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 when it comes to the news, it's this: the story is the only thing that matters. Context is never important anymore. No, they can just report like like the the spike in cases in Tulsa County. Exactly, they just went eighty-one new cases. There was it's, n- it's the high, it, it, I, a whole, I, it was oh, and the highest spikes highest since the spikes be- since the beginning, it. right? And it's like. That is a number in a void of a dozen other numbers. Yep. Total total cases, uh, hospitalizations, deaths. Like, what are all those things that or have changed? The, the number probably the most of, important factor the te- the the amount of testing, testing and what the percentage of testing that is coming back positive is. Yeah. Because if it's like, yeah, we did we did eighty. This is another thing. Looking at the numbers, there are a lot of days where the testing and the cases are the exact same number, mm-hmm. which seems real suspicious to me. Yes. If it's like, yeah, there are eighty-one new cases and we did ninety tests, like, oh wow, that's a, that's a high percentage. Really but it's high. like, yeah, there are eighty-one new cases and we did um, five thousand tests. It's like, oh, that's oh, basically nothing. nothing. Yeah. It's also there. Those tests are now they're now conflating. Uh, infection tests and antibody tests, right? So there's 81 new cases. A portion of those are people who have antibodies because they had it and got over it. <sighs> and that's now a new case. Wow. Yeah, and it's just like, and none of that information's in the article because none of that's important. No. They only want the big it's spike, 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 ah, ah. Yeah, fear. Fear. As opposed to putting in all this nuance and then letting you decide for yourself mm-hmm. what the risk is, it goes so and it's it's gone so far. Um, you do you know how many people on Twitter that are black when 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 the protest started and when there was looting happening, 
because now there's no looting happening. The protests are still happening, but all the looters, they got all their, they, they did all the looting they wanted to. Yeah. There's almost no looting and no looting happening anymore. Um, so the, so the news is like, no, there's no protests. Protests are over. Um, nothing to show here. Nothing to show here. Um, no drama. They no want drama, the drama. Right? Yeah. Do you know how many black people I saw on Twitter be called like uh, uncles, un- Uncle Tom. uh, Uncle Tom's race traders because they, they said, hey, don't fucking loot these buildings that are, that are probably owned by black people also? A bunch. A bunch. Yeah. Well, maybe they shouldn't have been an Uncle Tom. <laughs> and guess it's. I was like, how can you be so dumb to... Like you, you are so anti-racist that you just became racist. Yeah, someone called Terry Crews a coon because he was yeah. criticizing the looting, which I thought was really funny. Yep, and because he said what he said, he, he, I don't remember exactly what he said, but what he said was that um, uh, he's he's he was he was saying like a word of caution because eventually this will turn into black supremacy. Yeah, and. And what he was saying was that, like, hey, don't, like, start belittling white people because they're white. Otherwise, you're going to, like, turn the fucking tables around. Yeah. Um, and people went nutso on him. They're like, they're, they're like black supremacy is impossible. <laughs> they, they literally changed the definition. I had the, ra- the definition. Merriam-Webster yeah, yeah, changed yeah. the definition of racism. To a version that has the word racism in it. Yeah. And I remember being in the second grade yep. and uh, having doing our spelling words, and part of the spelling words was defining the words. Yep. And I remember um, there was a period where we wrote down the word-for-word definition out of the dictionary. Okay. And then I remember uh, as our vocabularies expanded, this might have been like the fourth or fifth grade, Yeah. our teachers told us not to write the actual definition, the literal mm-hmm. definition out of the dictionary, yeah. but to write our own definition write your own of definition. the word. And one of the requirements was that it the cannot definition contain cannot contain its, own, its word. own word. Because then you're not defining it. No, you're just using it in a sentence. Yes. And so they did that. Uh, they put well, Merriam-Webster did that, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really funny. Yeah. People literally re- having the de- word definitions of words changed so that they would stop losing online arguments. Yeah. <laughs> um, Clown world. I just hate that it's it's almost it's almost robotic. Yeah. In a way, you can't like people have 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 stopped being able to fathom what being a human is. Like. Imagine people people own pets, right? Uh-huh. And a lot of people are like, a lot of people say, I've said it before, like, man, I wish my pet could talk to me. Uh-huh. Right? Why? Why? Yeah. Because animals don't have the complexity that humans do, right? Uh-huh. They... Animals are we we it's we've turned into the black and white thing is it has turned people into animals uh-huh. in that animals are eat for nutrition eat for sustenance uh-huh. uh, sleep and mate yeah anything other than that anything other than survival which I would call that I would call those three things the tenet of yeah. survival 
anything other than those three is um, a bonus, uh-huh. right? And so we've taken those animals and brought them into our human homes with our like do- dogs don't even know what a vet is, right? Uh-huh. They can't. Dogs can't fathom the thought of what a doctor does. Yeah, they just know that they're in their home, uh-huh. and their owner takes them on a fun ride, right? And then they go up into a different large space. And sometimes this guy in a white suit pokes at him, and it sucks, and so they they try to bite him. You know, it's it, it's it's tough. What I'm trying to say it's that humans are so complex, uh huh. Because we like we're the we're the dominant life form. Yeah, which is why we can do whatever we want. It's great. Which is why we can do whatever we want. Uh, well, at least for now, we're the dominant life form. One of our news stories suggests that we might not be. Um, so. We'll talk about that later. Does uh, um, does does whatever this new life form have one of these? Uh, we don't know because they're so far away. But anyways, I'll kill um, it. <laughs> yeah. I should have written the dick. Humans are so complex, man, and we've been reduced to this or that, black or white, liberal or uh, conservative, uh, good or bad. Well, in, see, in all aspects, another big problem, and I saw this really funny post uh, from Antifa people who were arrested, and they're like, we're, "We could get charged up to ten years. We're the good guys." Like these people convince themselves that they're they're the good guy, mm-hmm. and then completely become blind to any other possibility of what's going on in the world. That sounds a lot like Hitler. No, we're not fascists. We're anti-fascists. Us smashing your head with a bike lock because you have wrong think is somehow good for you. Yeah. Because we're the good guys. We're the good guys just like Hitler was. <laughs> Hitler thought he was the good guy. People can't fathom that. They think no. they think evil people are Monst- literal monsters. Yeah, wake up like and, Secret Hitler. And and uh wax literal, their mustache. Actual monsters. Get their bowler hat and then just like like rub their hands together and go, I am a Jewish person. That's what they think. No, it's because their worst nightmare is that that's an actual human, human being. Yeah. That's a human being. That was Hitler. Like that, that picture Adolf Hitler. Hitler was a human being. He was a he had a human being with complex thoughts and complex emotions. He probably he was really pissed off when his Xbox red ringed. Exactly. <laughs> I mean he he had a favorite food. He had Jews. <laughs> <laughs> the flesh of my enemy. Sure. Looking back on it, he had some fucked up ideas. Yeah, but he thought those he didn't think those ideas were fucked up. He thought he was the good guy. Well, the thing, the problem is that too much of our our media, like our literature, mm-hmm. our movies, our TV shows, they make bad guys so unbelievably evil, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We don't get enough. We get so many uh, uh, the Cassio Cassilius from Doctor Strange, Cassilius, yeah, who's yeah. just evil for the sake of being evil, and not enough Baron Zemo's from yes. Captain America: Civil Baron, War, yeah. He's the best villain in the entire Marvel universe because his his motivations are so understandable. Yep, his plan's a little outrageous. But so I've been uh, there's a there's a guy on YouTube who has a friend that has that hadn't has not seen 
any other Marvel movies. Okay. And so, and he's a, Mar- the, the guy that owns the, cha- the runs channel is a huge Marvel fan. Yeah. And so he's been taking his friend first. They did like star Wars and, um, some other stuff. And then they, gra- they graduate to MCU. And so, uh, right now I think they just did guardians Two. That's how far they are into the yeah. MCU. And my favorite, my favorite one to watch, uh, was the civil war one. Yeah. Because I mean, and, and because there's, there's so the civil war is better than the comic. Because in the comic, yes, it's pretty black and white. It's like, pretty black. We want to register all the superheroes and you know for just cause. Yeah. Versus in civil- well, be, oh, because because one of them did a bad oh, thing. Yeah, because one of them killed some people. Yeah. Uh, but the movie is like you can see both sides of that story, and there's a it's, lot of nuance, and there's a lot of depth. To the both villain. sides are right. Both yeah, sides are wrong. Yeah. It's ah. Uh, it's such a, but it's so much. It's so much easier to just be like Thanos wants to destroy half the universe because he's a bad purple man. No, he's, he's purple man bad. <laughs> purple Tim. man bad. Yeah, new purple man also bad. That's Endgame. It's the same purple man. No, it's not Tim. They're different. They're different people. Sure. No. I'll, yeah. I'll, no. I'll take you up on that. They're different people because. He, so he's not a human, but he's in a. He's human, humanoid as in he's... Tim, do you think Thanos eats people? Do you think he's the big purple people eater? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, the big purple people eater. Is one-eyed, one-eared. Is Grimace. No, Grimace has two eyes. You you think that? Yeah. Uh, is one know, of them just like a stick on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other one's painted on. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I just hate being reduced... To one or the other. Yeah. And it makes you feel like having a complex thought on an issue, mm-hmm. It somehow it has make, made that, it, it's, it has flipped, it's flipped it so where the people that have complex thoughts and issues on things are now the ones that are simple. You know what I mean? They're the simpleton. They're the simpleton. You're like, like, oh, it's so easy to say both sides, and I'm not saying both sides, but it's it's so easy to um, to not make a choice. You know, they're, they're they're saying that, oh, well, it's you're just not making a choice. It's like, no, I'm making a lot of choices. You're making one choice. Yeah, I'm making a consistent choice because that's the problem with being on on one side of an issue, right? Yeah, is that you when there's new information is you have to like you have to either ignore it or explain it away versus yep. me uh I can just make a consistent line on things and then no matter what the, what issue comes up if I just keep to my consistent line yep. I can do the consistent thing and not have to be like oh it's okay that Joe Biden raped a woman because um you know he he's uh, not Donald Trump. Yeah, it's like oh, that doesn't make any sense. And a lot of it has a lot of it is uh, is a lot of this is an American problem. I think it's a European problem too. I mean, part of it's universal, but I also think part of it is. is oh, I just meant that like American you're culture. either American or you're European, and if you're <laughs> European, you're bad. <laughs> uh, I think part of it is American culture. The two party system doesn't help. Not only that, but I don't know if you know this, but uh, 
the two, coalition system doesn't work either. No, but the the two party system we have is so skewed. In is so skewed to the right. People don't know. People don't understand that Bernie Sanders is barely on the left. In what? Comp- did you do you not know this? Bernie Sanders is barely on the left in comparison to worldwide politics. Uh, if you're talking about the left of like so social, like pure socialism, yeah. Uh, I know Bernie's still pretty far to the left. No, he's he's not he's he is not far from center. On a in a worldwide view, uh, what is what is further left than Bernie Sanders? Like literally killing the rich people and eating them? Yes. Like Uganda? Yeah. Okay. Like you can't like say those places don't exist, right? Uh huh. So they have to exist, and that has to change the scale, doesn't it? I think I think you're confusing uh, left and right of our political system with the up and down of authoritarianism versus anarchy. That that's a that's a that's a great point because uh, I hate that it's a I hate not not only do I hate the two party system yeah I hate the x axis only system. Yeah, because I'm a I'm a center right lower right corner person, right? Yes. Where I, I skew I skew conservative and I skew towards anarchy. Yes. Yeah. And you are a far left upper left quadrant person <laughs> who wants to strip me of my rights and kill my family to plant basil in a poor excuse for a garden. Yeah. To live in a utopian socialist ideal world yes. that is slowly imploding. Yes. <laughs> Man. I said and I, I said it. I gave it until Wednesday until those plants are overwatered to death. Yeah. And every picture I've seen they look more and more overwatered. It's going to be awesome. Cuz what happened is the same thing that happens to all idiots who don't know anything about plants. They planted those plants. They didn't water them, mm-hmm. so they got wilty. Then they watered them and it's like, "Oh, they look better." They need more water. water. It's what plants crave. <laughs> and they just start just constantly dumping water on it because no one person is in charge of this. Water. It's what, it's what plants crave. <laughs> what's, the, what's the name of the Gatorade that's in there? Like Drogma or something? Maybe we, should, maybe we should watch that this weekend. What? Idiocracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good movie. Brondo. 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 It's yeah, what plants right. crave. <laughs> uh, uh, it's got electrolytes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you mean water like in a toilet? <laughs> yeah, so they're going to overwater those plants. Also, on top of them overwatering the plants, they, the they, plants are just kind of like randomly thrown in this, this pasture. There's no lines. And they pick like all the tr- – there are basil plants. Yeah. Like I love basil. I have a basil plant. Well, I don't yeah. have one now, but I ha- I've had basil plants, right? But that's an herb. But it's an herb <laughs> that I use to spice up my food. Yeah. Not a food. If yeah. I was going to grow food, I'd be growing like corn, carrots potato, and potatoes. Carrots. Um, uh, yeah, corn. Beets. I mean – Oh, God, not beets. I don't like beets, but as far as I know, they're pretty healthy for you. But, you know, actual Tomatoes, food. Tomatoes, squash, onions. onions. All these things that are like really high in nutrient density. Yes. Yeah. No, no, these people are idiots. Also, did, wasn't there a picture going around of of their garden that is literally just for black people only? That's completely empty. No, uh, literally just soil on top of concrete. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a couple of them. One is one is like soil on top of cardboard boxes. Uh-huh. And someone was like, "Why do they keep piling dirt on top of cardboard boxes?" And I I said it's it's because they they watched a video on YouTube yep. where someone planted their garden by laying down cardboard and then laying down dirt new topsoil. Yes. Because it stops weeds. Right. <laughs> It doesn't stop weeds. No. The weeds get into the topsoil. No. You're mistaking a cardboard box from one of the weed barriers that you put down. You plant you you put it down, you cut holes and plant your plants, and then you cover that with mulch. Yes. And that's what keeps the weeds out. Also, you can't that's put usually more dirt down. Yeah. Also, that's usually done in a lawn and not a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I love I love watching people who don't know anything about agriculture try and grow food, and I know almost nothing about Same. agriculture, yeah. but I know enough to know that like you need a depth of of land to get root systems yeah. to establish, and uh, you can't do that in just a pile of dirt on the sidewalk. What was what's the also that little thing called erosion? Erosion. <laughs> <laughs> what's the subsistence farming with the when you rotate? What's the yeah subsistence farm when you rotate crops to keep the the earth from They're going not, bad? First of all, it's not going to last long enough to have to, no. to do that. But if it did, they wouldn't remember subsistence farming. No, that's yeah, that's a, over a course of years. Yeah, too that you do that. But it, it, oh man, that whole Seattle area of free zone is uh, just a shit show. It's in a, a box. shit show. Yeah, and my I saw, my, I saw a Twitter post of someone being like. Uh, like I went there and there was a bunch of like old couples like walking around like it was a museum. Like they visited <laughs> it. Like, oh, that's so nice. Oh, that's nice. Okay, let's go back home, honey. <laughs> uh, my dad and I were talking about it and he's like, they ought to roll the tanks in on them. I'm like, no, they shouldn't. They should no. build a wall and keep those people in there as an example to the rest of America. This this is what the Bernie Sanders socialists want. <laughs> they want you living in a tent, eating basil. Out of a parking lot farm <laughs> while a guy high on meth defends the farm from other people yeah. using sticks. Did you see that video? No. This like fucking crazy dude is like uh, Star Wars kidnapped up with these two sticks and he just keeps just wow. fucking slinging them off somewhere. Yeah. And he's like, I, he, he claimed the zone. He's telling people to fuck off. Uh -huh. It's very, very funny. The the other thing I find funny about it is the uh, the leader war they've been having. Yeah, yeah, the, the, rotating through all these different leaders. It's chop, not Chaz. Yeah, you heard that capital here. Oh, what what's the what's the? Acronym? I don't I don't remember I don't remember what the acronym is. I just uh, heard that it's yeah. It's I saw that they tried now. to rebrand, but apparently those people, uh, the people those people that are leading that cause, one of them is like a. Like a vice president was is a vice president of a large clothing company that just happens to look like a, that because he lives in Seattle he looks like a, looks like a homeless person yeah um, and also has a has a has has a apparently has a history of uh, sexual violence at least as long as Biden's is yeah there's there was uh, the the first one was a weird trainee furry person who tried to rape his girlfriend and then yeah. claimed and then said he was gonna go kill himself and just hid for like seven hours and yeah. then came back out and was like I'm sorry guys yep <laughs> <laughs> there's the warlord who's taken over with his AK-47s he's yeah. just beating up reporters in the street yep just build a wall let them live in there and when they try and come out be like oh no 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 you need a passport. You guys are gonna have to make an embassy and figure some shit out, and just keep pushing, like uh, like East East Germany. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
escape. Just keep pushing you know, people back so over there. So there's, the, there's the whole chop not chest thing. You know what I've been calling it the whole time? What? Pretoria. <laughs> Remember that episode? Yeah, I do remember Pretoria. <laughs> it's going to uh, work out just about the same. Just about the same. Uh, anyway, well, that's a good segue into our news. It's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, my Naker, uh, what news do we have today? Uh, our first news comes from Space! Space! Guess what? There's no more of it. <laughs> Aliens came and they're like, fuck off, we're full! <laughs> no, but at least it looks like we're more it, full than it, we thought. Elon Musk Elon Musk was like, fuck you guys, I'm going to the moon. And then the Boeing CEO was like, well, we're fucking going. No, he was, Elon Musk was going to Mars. The yeah. Boeing CEO was like, well, maybe we'll go to Mars too. And Elon Musk was like, fucking do it! <laughs> Is... Man, as much as I don't like Elon Musk, yeah, if he's the one that gets the next space race going, I'm I'm taking everything bad as I said about him back. Not really, I won't. But why do you not like Elon Musk? Uh, he's kind of a douche. Yeah, yeah. Because he like because he called the person a pedophile on Twitter. Did he? Yeah. No. no. Oh, that's not why that you hit. No, it's not. He just, I just what? I just think he's kind of a douche. I I I agree. I think he's kind of tool, but I uh, yeah. I still like him. I don't hate him. Yeah. I don't hate the guy. But like well, I said, Tim, you either like him or you hate him. You can't fucking be in the middle and be like, "Oh, he's a douche," but then say that he's kind of a good guy. You can't do that, Tim. Apparently not. Um, well, um, you know what you can say is that apparently there is at least thirty-six intelligent alien civilizations in our galaxy. Who, who told you this, Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> Man, what a weirdo! No. Um, Apparently, a group of scientists at the University of Nottingham think they come up with a new, quote, cosmic evolution-based calculation to replace the Drake equation. Are you familiar with the Drake yeah, equation? Yeah, uh, how long things can... How long it takes... How many species yeah, yes. get past the, yes. the barrier, yeah. Um, and they say that there's likely to be at least 36 ongoing intelligent civilizations in the Milky Way. Um, the problem, though, is it's that... That encompasses the Milky Way, um, which is real big. <laughs> uh, one of their key assumptions is that it takes five billion years for intelligent life to form on other planets. Okay, like it did on Earth. Um, uh, another is that technologically, a civilization will last at least a hundred years. Because uh, you go back a hundred years in our civilization, we. Uh, we I mean, would you consider that technological? A hundred years ago? A hundred years ago was the beginning of our technological age. 1920s? No, it was before that. It was before that. But, yeah. I mean, you know, generally, a hundred years. Yeah, maybe. Um, here's the problem is that uh, even if we, even if this was true, uh, I think the closest, uh, let's see. The average distance uh, to one of these civilizations is 17,000 light years. 17,000 light years. So that's uh, that's what, like uh, a year and a half at warp nine? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time. <clears throat> yeah, it is. <sighs> which, which kind of begs the question. Uh, uh, d- does the Star Trek ever explain that? What? Like why it takes 
a week or why it takes a couple of days at warp nine to get somewhere as opposed to a year. Uh, we know what the there's a warp scale in the technical manual, yeah, that explains what that speed is. It's basically uh, you can go about a thousand, uh, ten thousand light years a, a a year, because or no, yeah, you can go now. You can go about it. No, it'd be seventeen years at warp nine. You can go about a thousand light years a year. Uh, you just take a Stargate, you guys. Stargate's great. Tab has never seen Stargate, the movie or the show. The show, I tried to watch the show after watching the movie and could not put up with it. Couldn't do it. It was too milita- militaristic compared to Star Trek. Um, even though I like the look of, like, uh, what's like Teal'c? The guy with the big old gold thing on his oh, forehead. Yeah, the, the oh, person, yeah. Uh, Kratos. That guy's Kratos? Yes. Yes. Well, the current, he's current Kratos. Um, oh, he's Kratos in four. In four, yes. Well, um, our next news story uh, comes from the land of games. And uh, Tab, if I asked you um, uh, to name a game that isn't worth fighting a lawsuit over, what, what would you name? A game not worth fighting a and lawsuit. I, I don't over. mean I don't mean personally. You would, you would think yeah. this, but in, like in the general space of games, like Snake. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with that, right? Because yeah. that's kind of a super basic. It's a very very basic game. Let's let's uh flat let's flash forward to the mid to late nineties. Mid to late nineties again, but also isn't around now. Uh, Big name though, Crash Bandicoot. No, Crash is still around. Uh, there was a rumor that he was going to pop up on the PS5 stream. No, I'm talking about Duke Nukem. Okay. Hmm. Um, if people will remember. Duke, the last Duke Nukem game came out in 2011 and took. Uh, Did you have balls of steel? It was really uh, 15, lackluster. It was really lackluster. It was. It felt like an old game when it came out, and because it took 15 or 16 years to, to make, make it. Yeah. Um, well, uh, the guys that put out that game are suing the guys that originally made the game. Uh, and I just like this news story because uh, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally not worth fighting the lawsuit. Like blow it out your ass. Like they're only doing this um, ball, 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 balls of because steel. they have to, you know, legally have to protect their IP or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and actually, it, it really isn't even a big. Th- it really isn't even a, a recent thing. It's basically what they're saying is that. Um, uh, the guy that originally made the music for Duke Nukem 3D, he re- he he put he did a recent lawsuit against Gearbox, the current owners, because some of their music, because some of his music from the old Duke Nukem 3D, was in the last game, and so he sued them, saying, "Hey, you you could you can't do that. You don't have the rights." So they're countersuing, not him, but the old company, saying, "Hey, when you sold us this, you didn't give us all the rights like you said you would." Uh. Um, do you remember? Did you ever play Duke Nukem 3D? No, I I was never into it. Was it was one of my early games, the demo for it. Oh uh, yeah. And uh, did you like it? I did enjoy it. There was a partly because. The strippers, <laughs> you know, yeah, that was a fun that was a fun time as a kid, you know, having the strippers in in Duke Nukem, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Don't uh, make sure make sure mom and dad don't walk in when you're <laughs> doing the strippers thing. Do, looking at the strippers and Duke Nukem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I love these low polygon <laughs> nip. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a long time, but uh, I bet it doesn't look great. Um. So our last news story for this week uh, is getting topical. Unlike the last two, we're going to talk about the coronavirus, aka. The Kung Flu. Kung Flu. Oh, my God. Uh, this comes to us via our RNN portal. Um, and it's it's either good news or bad Whoa, news, depending look on- look at these strippers, Tim. Oh, Tap found the, the Duke Nukem 3D strippers. Are they nice and pixelated? Nice, nice and pixelated. Nice and pixelated. Nice and pixelated. Um, so, apparently, uh, because of all the work- that the world has had to put in um, to the coronavirus. Um, the New York Times will not let you continue reading this article. No. Um, yeah, I love those. Jesus Christ. Which is weird because when I opened it on my uh, desktop, uh, my browser is just a couple of ones. You want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and read it out. The no, the um, it's in our RNN portal. It should be about the coronavirus. Uh, oh, this one. Yes, I clicked the wrong one. Slowing the uh, as poor countries around the world struggle to beat back the coronavirus, they are unintentionally contributing to fresh explosions of illness and death from other diseases, ones that are readily prevented by vaccines. Uh huh. This spring, after the worthless uh, human ogle bitches, that's the WHO, uh-huh. and UNICEF warned the pandemic could spread swiftly when children gathered for shots, many go, wow. Yep, yep. Really fucking knocked it out of the park. Yep. Many countries suspended their inoculation programs. Even in countries that tried to keep them going, cargo flights of the vaccine supplies were halted by the pandemic and yep. health workers diverted to fight it. Now diphtheria is appearing in Pakistan, <laughs> Bangladesh, and Nepal. Cholera is cholera is in South Sudan, Cameroon, Mozambique, Yemen, and Bangladesh. Yep. A mutated strain of polio virus is reported <laughs> in more than 30 countries. Polio! And measles is flurrying around the globe, including in Bangladesh, Brazil, Cambodia, Central African Republic, Iraq, Kazakhstan, Nepal, Nigeria, and Uzbekistan. Of 29 countries that have currently suspended measles campaigns because of the pandemic, 18 are reporting outbreaks, and additional 13 countries are considering postponement. According to the Measles and Rubella Initiative, 178 million people are at risk of missing the measles shots in 2020. The risk is now an epidemic in a few months' time that will kill more children than Kung Flu, said Chibuzo Okanta, the president of Doctors Without Borders in West and Central Africa. As the pandemic lingers, the WHO and other international public health groups are now urging countries to carefully resume vaccination while contending with the Kung Flu. Uh, and the the article just continues to go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Congratulations. Congratulations. You, you played ki- I bet this ends up killing your, a lot more than 100,000 people. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Put uh, put a hold on fucking everything. Yep. Uh, absolutely no idea that these far-reaching complications were going to come about because these people are stupid. Uh, yep. I wanted to play this clip during your first... It, it, news article, uh-huh. but it took me forever to find it. <laughs> uh, 
uh, special, but uh, they don't land here. They, they only land in isolated places. They have taken people, I believe. They do have technology. Lord Hill North. This is Dan Aykroyd yeah, talking about yeah, aliens. Yeah. Defense staff said uh, that he only tw 23 people, 23 different species are coming because they don't want anything to do with us. I don't think we will ever have a formal relationship, a formal contact with any alien species out there, especially after 9 11. We <laughs> <laughs> were observing that. I love that. I love that quote yeah. that we won't have contact with an alien species, especially, especially after 9-11. Man. Because Dan Aykroyd believes that he, there were orbs in orbit of the Twin Towers when 9-11 happened and the footage has been buried. This wow. is a whole other type of 9-11 truther. Wow. Man. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's a 9-11 truther. But, but not, not the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, this has been the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know what it doesn't take care of? What? Uh, building our own satellite system to contact SETI and try and convince them that 9-11 was a one-time thing. <laughs> uh, if you want to help us with that endeavor, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG or newproject2.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. And there we have four tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our two buck tier. We throw the random bits and bobs we do here and there, like before and after. Uh, or other like bonus movie commentaries. We have our five bucks here. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We've got one of those coming up later this month. And then we have our 10 buck tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and watch and record a feature-length commentary. This last month, it was a tie between The Core and something else, uh -huh. but The Core was free on Amazon, and now it's not anymore. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, uh, and it was also one of the dumbest movies we've ever seen. Jesus. <laughs> It was a lot of fun watching it, but yeah. holy shit was that movie it's dumb. dumb. I mean, the whole, like, like I said, I've said many times, the whole premise of the movie is dumb. Dumb in the way that America is like, hey, the planet's not not working right now. How are we going to fix it? Let's bomb it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron Eckhart did that movie because of 9-11. He did. Yeah. Uh, which is True why, story. Which is why the aliens won't be... <laughs> How man, it. I want to know his thought process on that. Yeah, because the aliens would have to be mon. Be in other in other uh, interviews, he's talked about it, and when he okay. talked, he's talked about seeing the orbs, he said they that it was this horrific act, and that they won't want they don't want to have anything to do with us because we're still a, such a violent species. Gotcha. Yeah. But that means they would have to have been monitoring yeah, us. Yeah, he says they've been coming here for years. And and understand like our power structures <laughs> yeah. and world politics, Tim, which most people on Earth don't understand. Tim, they're, internet, they're interdimensional aliens that traveled 17,000 light years to get here. Which means that they're way above that shit. No, no. Yeah. No. That's how they can see everything that's going on and Gosh. can go like, oh, yeah, this planet's not for us. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's get back to some issues, Tim, because here's what I don't get. Football spending. I uh, I got I got hired to do this really, really weird job this week, uh -huh. last week. Yeah. Uh, I was out in, in two little uh, suburbs of Oklahoma City, Midwest City and Dell City. Uh-huh. And they are renovating their... Uh, Bathrooms, and you're installing <laughs> glory holes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> They're renovating their theaters, uh-huh. and as a theater expert, I was brought in uh, to install glory holes. To install glory holes. <laughs> I know the best place is for uh, glory holes in the theater. Uh, no, I I was just basically brought in as an extra hand because I know a guy who knows a guy, and yeah, you know. yeah. Yeah. So uh, we removed all of the rigging in this theater okay. that was done so beyond improperly, it's not even funny. Yeah. Because- you know you know how uh, like at Reesers or Walmart or any building where they have the real high metal roof okay. and you can see all those joists that do the triangle thing over and over again, yeah, yeah, trussing, yeah, 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 yeah. they're about like four feet apart and all over? Yep. Okay. How much weight do you think those things are meant to hold? Oh, boy. Not much. <clears throat> I mean... Well, they, they get their support on the top rail of it, and anything that's hanging on the bottom is uh, not code. Yeah, this is actually Todd's expertise. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, imagine this, Todd. Uh, the, you take a plate, a piece of plate steel, and you put it up, because you know it's got two two rails where the V comes down into and then gets tack welded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You put a, pe- a piece of plate steel with two bolts coming out right. the top through that channel and then bolt it down and then you tack weld it to the the channel of steel. Uh-huh. And then you do that five times and pay, hang a pulley off of it, basically a shiv, and fly curtains up and down weighing uh, probably about like three or four hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like... It's uh, fine until they get a good snow that sits on the roof. That's where it becomes an issue. Yeah. Well... That was that's that's bad, right? But mm. some of these shivs are not in the right place where they should be, spacing wise on the battens. Yeah, yeah. So they were like can- canted way out or way in. Yeah. It was it was very scary. So anyway, we're uninstalling all of that so that they can come in and, and weld in new structural steel, okay. which they're probably still not going to do correctly. <laughs> and then we're going to rehang all that shit. Yeah. But the funny thing to me is this is this happens in theater renovations all the time. Um. They renovated, both places renovated the house. New paint, new chairs, new carpet, yep. new f- facades, new doors, new glass, new bathrooms, right? And they did all of that. Mm-hmm. And they left all of the theater stuff just hanging there. Yep. <laughs> and I guess that wasn't initially planned on being renovated. Because anytime they renovate theaters, they always renovate the shit out of the house. Yep. And then it's like... Oh, do we need to renovate the this? Yeah, well, you do because this is nah, ridiculously was, unsafe. We did it. They did it in the fifties. They knew how to do stuff good back then, so we're gonna keep it the way it is. So anyway, uh, this is a really weird story, and I, people are not understanding why I'm talking about this. When yeah, I yeah. Want to be talking about football <laughs> spending? But here's the thing: one of the guys that I'm working with is a local, mm-hmm. and he went to the school. Okay. And when I was like, "How the fuck does this get passed through?" and he said to me. Oh, it's because if it's not the football team, they don't spend money on it. Yep. And it brought whooshing back my entire life, which has been just basically seeing all kinds of institutions spend money on football Yep. for absolutely no reason. Yep. Uh, my middle school had a football team, two football teams, like a JV and a V, I guess. Yeah, yeah of course. And we lost every single game. Mm-hmm. All three years I went to that school. <laughs> yep. We, <laughs> my school beat your ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every single game yep. lost for three years. And it probably extended back long before me. Yeah, probably. And long after me until the school is now defunct. 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's how it goes. That's what you get for naming the school after the worst president in the history of presidents. <laughs> uh, Ronald Reagan Middle School. Crazy. <laughs> no, that wasn't actually named my, my high school. You guys, the, my you guys were the... Um, uh, the Reaganomics, the, <laughs> the Reagan yeah. Middle School Reaganomics. I don't even, I don't even remember what our mascot was. Really? No. Huh? Do you remember what your middle school mascot was? Yeah. What was it? It was a uh, beaver. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it, but but in the sense that it was just literally a giant vagina. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, uh, we are the Wildcats. Ah, okay. Yeah, I got reminded of my uh, mascot, my middle school's mascot. What, what was, was it? it? A yellow a jacket? Pregnancy? <laughs> <laughs> Say no, that again? No, it was a yellow jacket. Oh, yellow that's close jacket. to I our st- high school. Yeah. I got stung uh, first time in my life. Uh, I'm trying to think back on middle schools. Were you guys the... <sighs> you guys weren't bears, were you? We were the rebels. Rebels, that's yeah. right. That's Ugh, right, the rebels. Uh, yeah, it's real controversial now. Uh-huh. I, I can't believe that just popped in my head. But anyway... <laughs> Every year, every year, the entire football team got all new equipment, yep. all new jerseys. Yep. Uh, our coach got paid a ridiculous fee for yep. coaching a team that constantly lost. And this oh. continued forever. Like um, the college that you went to and that I went to for a year, yeah. they renovated their, their football stadium, I think, four times in the last like 10 years. In the last 10 or 15 years. Yep. Damn. You said the last year that you were there, they won four games, and that was the best they had ever done. Pretty much. that The football team there is the losingest football team, I think, in the Southwest. Yeah. Like, they literally literally do not win, but they dump so much money into this program. Because they want to be like the other big schools in in the state. But now – but. They're they're deleting whole departments. They're getting rid of majors, and it's like they you just guys, got rid of half the majors in the in the, in yeah, the entire. Yeah, you guys university. are getting rid of all that, but you're still keeping this giant stadium. The big the the only time that stadium fills up the biggest game of the year at that stadium is the Jenks Union game, the high uh, which uh, is high school two football. regional high schools in Tulsa. Yep, it it's crazy. I went to the college that I ended up going to is one of the biggest football teams in the nation. In the nation, yeah. They win a lot. Yes. I understand more so. Also, our state doesn't have an NFL team. Yeah. So like a lot of southern states. So a lot of southern states rally around the college teams. So. That's a little more understandable. It's a little more understandable that they're able to, that they can cha- channel this money uh-huh. into, because the, the football team channels money back into the university. Yes. But I still feel like it's pretty unbalanced. I well, think <laughs> I, I think college football teams should be divorced from their the school. Like you can have you can have the quote college football team that's associated with the school, but it's a totally different organization. Those people are getting paid through their organization. They're paying mm-hmm. their players, you know, or they they can sponsor the players for school, but they are that way you don't have things where you have players who are completely um, ineligible, useless as a human yes. being who just get shuffled through the system because, uh-huh. oh, they're good, they're good, he's on the basketball team. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is going on, like, everywhere. It's, where, it's not just here. It's a, it's literally every, just about every school in, in, in the, the U.S. In the U.S. just dumps money into these football programs, 
at the expense of other programs. Like, schools don't have shop class anymore. No. But they're paying high school football coaches hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Yeah. I, I just can't fathom it. The other pro- My other big problem with coaches was when we were in school, if you had a coach as a teacher, it meant that the class was a joke. Yep. Oh, you have Coach Carter uh, for history – Congratulations! You're gonna. Oh, and you have him sixth hour. Oh, he's not gonna be there. No, ever. no. Yeah, you're gonna be. You're gonna get like 15 worksheets. Let me think. Freshman year, science teacher was a coach. Uh, yeah, and not a good one. Yeah, of course. Uh, and a misandrist. A misandrist um, uh, was uh, hated me for some reason. Could you, I mean, you remember me in high school. Could you think of a reason for a teacher to hate me in high school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, math class, yeah. freshman year. That's I, I've, I've talked about stuff we did in that class on this podcast before. I think that's like setting the carpet on fire, yeah. uh, burning steel wool. It was, okay, look, it was a lot of, um, a lot of fire involved in that class when – with the with the coach in the room, yeah, in the room. You know what the one thing I learned in that class was? What what, what it was geometry. Like? It was geometry. Uh, yeah. Uh, aside from that, it was uh, it was how to get rid of hiccups. You just need to get scared. Well, I mean, I was aside from that. It was uh, aside from that. Well, what is it? What's the? Secret? It's about it's about regulating your breathing. Yeah. Because most hiccups are a cause of irregular breathing. Yeah. And it's it's just, it's little, and that's why the the getting scared helps because that like it's a cognitive reset exactly yeah uh, but it's really just controlling your breathing he t- he taught us how to do that um, I don't remember if I had any uh, other coaches I'm trying I'm trying to remember well the worst one I recall is um, U.S. history junior year who'd you have Coach P oh yeah yeah yeah. I got a one on the AP history test. <laughs> on the AP US history test, I got a one. Nice. I don't know what I got on any of those tests. Yeah, I, I, I took a, I took a bunch of them on the on the ones where I had teachers that actually cared to teach. I I did good, yeah. and I, it's so much so that I got college credit for those. Yeah. You know, whereas this one was like just a complete waste of my time. By the time I got to college, I didn't even know how to get the access to those scores to get college credit for them, so uh-huh. I just never cashed in on that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I Football programs are, like, there's a culture of football in the American school system, Friday Night Lights and all oh, this yeah, kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, and, and I get it. Like, it's an institution, but do, do we, like, should we really be spending this kind of money on – on coaches of losing teams. I get it. I get it when you get a Bob Stoops. Yep. I think he's a famous coach. Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, that team he's a big winner, and, winning and they're and winning and winning and winning. and Bringing like in all this championship money. And, yeah, you got season tickets, and the money is flowing, and you've got all these players that go on to the NFL and and make you know, or even a good when, name for like, your school. Even when just in general your team has just been on a roll for the last 10 to 15, 20 years, like um, Alabama. Yeah, Crimson Tide. Crimson t- Roll Tide. They just they they've been on a roll for the last twenty years. Now they've they've had some. You have some bad seasons, yeah. But on in general, they've been on a roll for twenty years. So like they can just be like, yeah, we need more money. Yeah, imagine imagine um, a Walmart, right? Uh huh. And 
Every week you go buy toilet paper. Okay. And you get home and you go to wipe your ass mm-hmm. and the toilet paper just dissolves and you end up just sticking your fingers <laughs> right into your butthole, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, God damn it. And the next week, the next well, that happens every every time you use that toilet uh-huh. paper. Every so often you get a good wipe in, you're just yeah. like, Wow, it's great. I don't have shit on my uh-huh. fingers now, right? The next week you go back to the store and you're like, uh, I'll give it another try. But this time it's a dollar more. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, now it's four dollars. Uh, okay. And you buy it and you go home and boom, fingers right in the pooper. Yeah. And the next week it's a dollar more, and the next week it's a dollar more. And a year later, you're now paying $65 a week for toilet paper that's just you sticking fingers into your butthole. And it's kind of like, do you even, are you even trying at this point or do you just like putting your fingers yeah. into your butt? Yep. That's what dumping money into failing football programs is. And I get it. Not everybody's going to win state every year. No. But you can definitely cut bait when you look at your program and just be like, do we even need this? Do we even need a middle school football program that sucks this much? <laughs> Probably game? not. Probably not. Just call it just just why are we paying this coach thirty thousand dollars thirty eight thousand dollars a year to be a teacher and fifty five thousand dollars to be a coach when he's not a good teacher and our not- team loses? <laughs> exactly. Maybe we should fire this dude twice. It'd be great. We'd save seventy thousand yep. dollars. And th- and here's the other thing is that like as much as we both of us don't care about sports, yeah, one of the big problems also is that um, not only uh, does the football budget leech and axe um, school stuff, but also um, it takes up the huge majority of the sports budget. Yeah, so um, a lot of if, if like your college, right? Yeah, dumps a ton of money into the football program, and a lot of that money comes out of the basketball program, which is actually a good actually program. a good program. Yeah, or it comes out it comes out of the soccer team's program, or the volleyball good. team program. Or, that's not a real yeah. sport. Would you rather watch football or soccer? Football. Yeah, I, so we've had this discussion before, but the, here, here's the thing. Here's what I'm trying to say is that soccer takes five hours to finish. It takes one hour. It's a mile wide field, so it's just like little moving forms. They kick the ball over this way. They kick the ball over this way. They kick the ball over this way. They kick the uh-huh. ball over this way. And they do that about 50 million times, and then they kick one goal. Everyone loses their fucking minds, yeah. and then it's another 45 minutes of nothing, and the team that kicked the first goal wins. Boring. Okay, I understand. But what I was trying to say is that a lot of times um, it comes the other sports teams are neglected. Yeah, and as much as we don't care about sports, that also that, that sucks for those kids. Yeah, well, um, choose a sport other than soccer. Well, I'm, I'm, not talking, I'm not. I'm not saying. Just I'd rather soccer. see your bocce ball but, team. But it also. But like, but, but basketball or tennis or whatever, right? Yeah. At, at, at the other, it sucks for those kids. And here, and the worst part about it, the worst part about it is that football sucks. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not even How many football games have you gone to live in your life? None. You never went to a single I never high school went to a single team? high school football game. Oh my god. Why would I? Cuz they they were fun. They take chicks, man. 4 hours. Yeah, but uh, I only went to two games, right? Okay. I went to Homecoming yeah. and I went to the Northside Classic. Uh-huh. Because Homecoming was a big deal. Big deal. Uh that was when the the band was at their greatest. Yep. 
uh, the cr- the stands were full of like alumni and uh-huh. friends, and it was like it's a real rowdy fun time. Yeah, I usually painted my chest. Uh-huh. Um, I usually painted. Uh, I, uh, one year I painted a T, but most of the time I painted punctuation, <laughs> <laughs> like a semicolon. <laughs> Like one year I did a question mark, and nice. one year I did an upside down question mark, and <laughs> a terror, and a terror bang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and I would just join other teams, nice of people like win <laughs> uh, mascot. <laughs> <laughs> but one year I was a T. Nice. And I, but I only did that. It was like, oh, we're gonna paint. I was like, I'm the T. Like, no, you. I'm the T. I am the T. Yeah. I had a big T on my chest. It was nice. great. But uh, I mean, everyone, everyone was like, "You got to go to at least one football game." When I was in college, mm-hmm. and I managed to make it all through without ever going to a football game because, uh, fuck that football team in particular. Yeah. Um, no, the, it's amazing to me that we still have we're we're putting hundreds of thousands of dollars into high school sports programs, mm-hmm. but we've completely gutted any. Arts. Not just the arts. Not just the arts, but but that's a shop, big one. wood shop, yep. metal shop, mechanics home shops, home ec, things that actually teach you skills. Yep. Um look at look how many people are on a football team? Offense, defense, spares, all together. What what mm-hmm. do you think? Like sixty people? Fifty two. Fifty two? <laughs> Is that actually the number? It's I mean it's it's not one solid number, but it's uh let's see, you got uh offense, defense, that's 22 let's say let's say 25 double that 50 53 there are 53 players on a football team yeah um 53 people right and there how many NFL teams are there 28 30 32 I think it's 32 32 yeah so uh it makes sense for a bracket yeah okay it has to be a yeah, there's four in each division. See, I don't know any of this shit. So that's uh that's that's sixteen hundred ninety six football players, mm-hmm. right? In the NFL at any one time. Yes. They're all getting paid more than you. They are, they are, but but sucks. So let's say let's say you go to, to high school, you're in football, you're yep. the star quarterback. Mm-hmm. You go to college and you're the star quarterback. Uh-huh. Like you have, you still have a really, really slim chance of being drafted to be a star quarterback in the NFL. Yep. Right. Yep. Versus, um, if you go take a home ec class, mm-hmm. you'll know how to balance your checkbook, make a budget, cook yourself dinner, fix your clothes, yeah, clean your house. If you take wood shop, you'll know how to like build things yeah. to fix stuff. But why do? But why take that class? When I can have a point zero 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 one percent chance of earning forty million dollars annually, yeah, <laughs> and uh, also and also having my body completely wrecked by the age thirty five, yeah, uh, well, and then the other thing is so you seven, and then dying of fi- then dying at fifty seventeen because of brain, because of brain, brain injuries, damage, yeah, yeah. seventeen hundred NFL players a, a year, uh-huh. right now. I don't know how many new players we get every year and how many we lose. Uh, 1,700 NFL players, right? Yeah. How many, what do you do at, at 35, your body's wrecked, what do you do now? Oh, oh. Uh, you go become a sports commentator? Yeah. There's even fewer number of those. 
and a guy who was third string defense on the San Antonio Spurs. Nope. I think that's a basketball team. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, whatever. Fucking the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Cowgirls. Realistically. <laughs> it's like. Realistically. Who are you? Realistically, you're going to go be a bouncer somewhere. Or, yeah. Or end up becoming a mechanic anyway. Or yeah. opening a restaurant. Or opening a restaurant. Yeah. For a strip club. Or I'm, being not, sponsored. I'm not saying we shouldn't have these programs, right? No, yeah. I just think we need to look at the spending of them and go, you know, why Why is, if we're looking at the scales, why are we spending so much money on this one thing? Mm-hmm. You can't put that much money into it in your theater program. You're not putting that much money into your arts program or your music program yep. or any other aspect of your social, of social program and social. Like after, after school care, yeah. any of that, yeah. So why is why is this one so big? Why are we, you know, why are we playing fourteen games a season? Like why don't I play six? Have you noticed sure. how football is the first sport though during the school year? Yeah, that's because yeah. everyone's still buff from uh, harvesting all the food. During the <laughs> <laughs> no, that's probably yeah. why that. Yeah, in time of year wise, but that's the other thing is like uh, so by basketball season you've grown lean and fast. Yes, um, in football you've got the season of fourteen ish games. Yeah, a couple of preseason games, a couple of postseason games. If you are good, let's say twenty. Yeah, on average, let's say eighteen to twenty on average. That's and that's that's like three a month, three games a month. Yeah. And if you're on a football team, you're either offense or defense. So even if you play the whole game, you're only playing half a game. Yeah. And a football game is four hours long, so you're playing in 10-second bursts. Unless you go about- to like a small school, like I did. Sure, yeah. I yeah. played both ways. Yeah. So um, Well, even, even, even if you play on offense and defense. And special teams. It's And special teams. It's a four-hour game, so you're playing it. You play in 10-second bursts, and then you have to wait around for a minute or so. And then you're playing another 10-second burst. Whereas the guys on the basketball team are playing two two to three games a week. Yeah. And they're playing at 60 seconds. They're playing they're playing for an hour uh straight without stopping the clock, and they're running back and forth the entire time. Yeah. Getting yeah. paid like crazy. I mean, the good ones are, yeah. But that's because they're like I, football players, they sweat because you, Football players sweat during a game because of all the equipment they're wearing. <laughs> our academic bowl team won nationals our senior year, and no one gave up. No one gave. Fuck. Nope. Nope. I I, I would have done academic academic bowl. Oh uh, no, you wouldn't have. No. No. You don't think so? Did you try out for it? No, I didn't. I tried out for it freshman year, and uh, quickly realized that all those people were um, ass kissers, huge losers. Oh, I. I mean, I know the people that were on academic bowl. Fucking weirdos. What's academic like, yeah. bowl? Is that a sport? It's like Jeopardy. Yeah, it's like Jeopardy. But you're uh, playing with it with a team. Yeah. Unless you're really, really good like I was, and then it's just you versus the other team. And it gets it gets really embarrassing really quickly. <laughs> so it's not physical, it's just No, you buzz in no. and you answer questions. There were a couple times where I really embarrassed whole schools. Nice. You got four people over here and me <laughs> just constantly buzzing every fucking question. Yeah. Three other people sitting here just like, eh, we're here too. <laughs> I felt bad. Yeah. I felt bad for him. There were a couple of times where I was sat out when we played like really bad teams. 
but like just give them a chance. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I was I was I was pissed, and then I realized later on that like that's like that's like that's like being you guys. Let's 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 let let's let LeBron have the night off. <laughs> let's let LeBron have the night off. We're playing a uh, a high school basketball team <laughs> yeah. for some reason. Uh, anyway, Tim, what's your fourth, second issue this week? Here's what I don't get: monopolies. Yeah, um, I hate all the different versions. Like the game sucks. Why do we need all exactly these? right? Um, that just for women one where women get paid more. Yeah. If you if you're playing that game and you're a woman and you're getting paid more every time you pass go and all these other things mm-hmm. and you still lose, think about how dehumanizing <laughs> that is. Just like the humiliation <laughs> of losing <laughs> monopoly. But if you oh, win, yeah. if you win, did you really? Did you? Yeah. yeah. It's there's that's an absolutely no win scenario. Yeah. So um if you were a call two years ago, AT and T um did a merger with um, Time Warner. Yeah. Uh, and the merger cost them $109 billion. Wow. That is a, that's almost as much money as Jeff Bezos has his net worth. Uh, and here's the thing, though. Right now, AT&T is $200 billion in debt. Nice. Probably because they bought a $100 billion company. <laughs> I'm not saying... You know, I'm not pointing any elbows, but uh, that didn't help, I don't think. Um, well, so they're trying to get rid how, of some of this How debt. can AT&T, a company who is heavily gov- government subsidized, mm-hmm. have $200 billion in debt? I can tell you. A portion of it is from uh, their new fiber optic network that they don't know jack shit about. or That, uh, that the government paid for them to install? Yeah, and yeah the- but they're... But what if you're bad at installing things? Yeah, but what if what if instead of taking those subsidies and actually upgrading your network, uh-huh. you just paid your CEOs a bonus? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, so they're trying to get rid of some of this debt, and uh, one of the things they're they're they have they have up for sale right now is Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. Oh, um, the video game makers. The video game makers. Um. That means uh, that means uh, Arkham City is for sale. That's right. Uh, the going price is uh, tree fifty. Could be up to four billion dollars, um, but a lot of people are saying it's going to be closer to two. Um. So Who's WB buy it? WB makes the Harry Potter games. Yeah, uh, one of which is. Supposedly going to be a new triple. They're 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 doing a new triple A Harry Potter game. Even after J.K. Rowling's comments, probably still. So uh, there's not going to be any trans. The footage of the footage game. alpha footage of it leaked last year, I believe, and it's going to be like a um, Mass Effect ish in Mass Effect style. Like, oh, so it's going to be lame as fuck. Like an open world, um, yeah, magic game that takes place in like the 1700s or something. You know what game I always wanted from uh, the Harry Potter franchise. Uh, what? Which one? Quidditch. They made a couple Quidditch games. Oh, and I never played them. Yeah. Uh, the Lego games. Oh yeah, yeah. Those all suck. Yeah, but they make a lot of fucking. They do make a lot of money. The Mortal Kombat. Uh, the Arkham series. They've got the Game of Thrones license. They got a bunch of mobile shit. Uh, it includes all the studios. The TT. The TT. 
uh, games, which make the Lego the Traveler's Tales, I think. Yeah. Right? Uh, Rocksteady, NetherRealm, Monolith, W Games Boston, Avalanche, uh, Playdemic, W Games Montreal, W Games San Francisco, and W Games San Diego. Um, like, I mean, they're they W the WB games they do well. Yeah. Um, which sucks because um, here are some of the potential bidders: Disney, Take Two, Take Two Interactive, Take Two Interactive, yeah. Electronic Arts. Oh no! And Activision Blizzard. So Take Two's the best best on that list. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still like. Oh, but Activision and EA are like I won't buy an EA game ever again. Uh. Yeah, I'm trying to think of an EA EA game that I would buy. It's few and far between. They're going back. They're, they're coming back to Steam. That's one one yeah, yeah. thing. Cool. Because Steam really wanted Apex to be on Steam, and so all their they're putting most of their stuff back on Steam, which is nice. Um, Didn't they have their own launcher there for a while? Origin. They still have. They yeah, still have it, right. and, and they will. Stay, they will still put their own games on there, just also on Steam too, which is how it should be. That is the way it should be. Um, yeah. So this sucks. Um, because it means slowly, more, yeah, headed towards the cyberpunk megacorp future. Slowly, uh, the Rona was the Rona was the big move for all the megacorps. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Amazon, Walmart, Target made buku bucks during all this. Yeah, they shut out a lot of competitors. Yep. Um, if if they could have somehow made grocery stores shut down. They would have been thrilled. Giving us food lines? Yeah. The Target food lines, though. So if uh, if you're guilty of wrong thing, Target's not going to serve you. <laughs> yeah. You joke, but, you know. That day is coming. It Yeah. it's, it's A guy it got sure banned from like Steam, it. and they just took away his entire collection of games. Yeah, because he, he, I mean, he didn't own any of those. Yeah, you don't own those. You just have a license to, yeah. yeah. How long until that's everything? Oh, not very long. Yeah. Um, no, you know something just own your something, Tesla car. You something just mo- something just uh, something else just moved to a license-based system, and I'm trying to remember what it was. It was something like cars or something like that. Nice. So it's there's something like that that Hell just state. moved to a licensing system. Yeah. Um, the thing that's messed up about all this is that so you end up with more like Disney. Yep. Disney just owns all of this media that you consume. Uh-huh. And at a certain point, like, there's the worry is that it's going to be only one movie comes out this weekend, right? Yeah. Like, no other movies came out the weekend of Endgame because nobody wanted to compete. No, no. And it's going to be even worse when WB owns all the, or when Disney owns all the other movie studios they've bought out yep. they bought out marvel and pixar and uh lucasfilm and now fox yeah it's just like who else is there sony barely who's barely hanging on their biggest hit was by partnering with Din- disney yeah uh and sony owns a ton of diff- old other production companies underneath it it's columbia, columbia tri-star, tristar uh sony pictures classic sony pictures classics sony animation yeah. So and then so who's who's who? What's the other studio? MGM, Universal, 
No, MGM is owned by Sony too. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so yeah, Universal, Paramount, Paramount and, and Universal, Universal. Are the two. And Paramount's owned by Viacom. Yes. So you got Viacom, Disney, Sony, and Universal. Boy, what a diversity of of people. Yep. And if your movie's not one of the, in one of those four, uh, I mean, the only reason you're releasing it in theaters. Is, is to get an Oscar nod. Is to get an Oscar nod. You're making up your move. You're making up your money on digital. Yeah. I. In some ways, like the problem, the problem that we that we think of monopolies, we think of uh, Standard Oil, the uh, Rockefeller. Yeah, Rockefeller. Yeah. And the myth of Standard Oil was that he bought up all the comp- competing competing oil people, uh-huh. and then you know was going to raise the price. Yeah. But but he didn't do that. No, he no. lowered prices. Yes. Um, so when they stopped allowing the mono- that horizontal monopoly taking over an entire market, what ended up happening was we got vertical monopolies yes. like Kodak. Kodak makes the camera and the lens and the film, uh-huh. and they make the film processing techniques and they make the paper that you print it on. Yep. And they they control the process from the from the moment you click the button to the pictures that go in your photo album. Yeah. And so many things have done that Amazon has created this monopoly where they not, you know, it used to be you ordered something on Amazon and Amazon was a warehouse that had shit in it yep. and they sold it to you. But now Amazon is making things. Amazon yeah. is taking Amazon trucks from the Amazon factory to the Amazon warehouse and then putting it in another Amazon truck that takes the Amazon truck to your house. They knock on your Amazon <laughs> door, unlock your house, and set it inside. Yeah. It's crazy. On the flo- on the floors you bought on Amazon. On the with the flooring you bought on Amazon. They they do though, like uh there's that new smart lock that's tied into Alexa. Yeah. And you can be like, I have a, a package scheduled and that they come Guy and they scan the your package. It goes, the door will unlock, and it unlocks, and it'll let them just set their package, the package inside yeah. your home. Yeah. A stranger is inside your home. Yeah. Weird. It's weird, man. It's weird. But Amazon couldn't be. Amazon couldn't take over just all online sales. No. But they could take over every this other is, this facet. This is why it pissed me off. They couldn't get things to us in two days for no reason because they literally control the item from the moment it comes out of the factory to the moment it gets to your door. And about 50-50, it'll be delivered by USPS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But more and more, there's a guy in it with an Amazon hat and yep. an Amazon truck who sets this on your door and you guys can't do it in two days? Is that... you? you got to be fucking kidding me and we've got a warehouse here now we've got a distribution center in oklahoma yeah um these monopolies man there used to be laws against this uh yeah the sherman antitrust act yeah that was that was like you couldn't own uh more than like you couldn't own a radio station and a tv station and something else and something else and something right yeah well, that's what that's what happened to Microsoft, and Microsoft got antitrust busted. I, and it's like we need this to happen because you have like Google, Alphabet, yeah. Anytime a competitor to Google comes up, they either they either slander it until it's destroyed, yep, or buy them or out, or they right. buy them out. And it's just like Google has such control over the internet. Google and Facebook, like, yep. 
Google is the browser you're using, so Google is filtering all the data you're getting. Yeah. And the first place you go is Facebook. You know, it used to be when you get on the internet, like you go, oh, well, wonder what's going on in my podcast. I'm going to go to hwidg.com uh-huh. and, oh, hey, they've got a new episode. Let me look at that. Yeah. And then you go, like, oh, I'm going to, I want to, I wonder what, what Todd's doing. Let's go to Todd's website and see what's going on there. But now you go to Facebook and this curated feed and the the way you get to CNN to read a news story or YouTube to watch a video or our website to see, uh-huh. listen to the podcast is by, by links the, that are in your Facebook feed. Yeah, by seeing the post about it. And Facebook has become the great filter of internet traffic yeah. to the point where I think like 35% of internet traffic filters through Facebook before it goes to its location. Something like that, yeah. Uh and then to think, like, an even greater amount is through a, a Google portal to get there. Yeah. yeah. It was like what I brought when I was talking about last week, when I couldn't find the art- articles about the coronavirus. Yep. And because, but I went to DuckDuckGo and instantly found it. Yep. It's messed up. It's these monopolies. It is, man. And I'm, I'm a, as libertarian as they come, but, like, this is why the government exists. <laughs> you were... Yeah, when you when you hit that fifty one percent mark, it's like um, time to Google. You, you can't be a, a search engine and a media company and a telecommunications company and a hardware manufacturer and a software manufacturer and limit the ecosystem to other people. Like yeah. you just can't do all that. You can't. It, it's too much. And. You got to break them up. That's what happened with uh, AT and T. It used to be Southwest. It used to be Bell, right? Bell, yeah. And then Bell got broken up and broken up and broken up. And then slowly over time, I like in our lifetimes, I AT- remember watching those yep. congeal together until Bell South, South and Bell West, West became Bell, Southwestern Bell. Bell. Yep. And then Southwestern Bell was bought by Singular, and then Singular was bought by AT and T. And now AT and T, which is a phone company, is also bought Directv, so they're doing video and phones and Time Warner and cable. And yeah, and then they got Time Warner, so they're producing content that you can watch on your TV through your AT and T filter. Yep. Like I have HBO free, yep. and HBO is owned by Time Warner, and Time Warner is owned by, owned by AT and T, and that's why it's free. Yes, uh, but eventually, I mean, I, I won't be surprised if next year, you know, there's an AT and T TV. Yeah, then they, they buy start some, making hardware. Yep. But they buy out TCL or someone? Buy out TCL, start making AT&T, cheap AT&T TVs yep. that you plug your AT&T uh, router, into. router into and your AT&T direct TV box. And I, I'm, I'm... You're watching your AT&T uh, Prime Originals. I'm not really worried about them raising the prices because as soon as they start spiking the prices, that's when someone will step in. But what I am worried about is them filtering information. Yeah. And then being like, oh, yeah, uh, on our AT&T routers now, we have a fake news filter. And it's whatever the bias of the guy in the fake news offices at AT&T yes. decides. Whichever side he's on. Whichever side he's on. And uh, he's probably on the left. Probably. I saw an interesting thing. It was a breakdown of industries, mm-hmm. like uh, left or right leaning. And I scrolled and it started at the top. You could reverse it, but it, yeah, yeah. the way it was. The top was... Uh, Heavily Republican, mm-hmm. and then versus heavily Democrat at the bottom, and like only oil was seventy two percent Republican, yeah, and everything else was just like slightly more Democrat until mm-hmm. you got to like where it was fifty one percent Republican, fifty one percent Democrat. Uh, all the way at the bottom was a uh, media and performing arts, mm-hmm. and you click that, and it was just like 
there were costume designer almost 100% D. Yeah. Uh, director almost 100% D. Yep. Lighting designer almost all 100% D, but that one you could see like a little sliver of red. Where, where, where it's you. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just me. <laughs> uh, and then I think about that article that I read about how people that are right are right leaning scared to talk are about scared it. to talk about it in yep. theater and, and all the theater people were like what what are you talking about yeah because like, yeah, you guys are all a bunch of cancel culture faggots yep uh that's monopoly that's what's coming and to think they made a terrible game about it <laughs> i used to i used to play uh monopoly on the computer yep and i would the good old it was early 3d stuff I would um I would give all my money to the computer so that I could keep the computer. Did you get yours in a cereal box? What? Did you get yours in a cereal box? Uh probably. Yeah, that's where I got mine. Yeah. Um I would give the computer all of my money. Okay. My cash money. Yeah. So that uh the computer would always have enough money to keep paying for my properties as nice. they landed. Nice. And my goal was eventually to get to where because you could play with like the limited number of hotels that are in the re- real yeah, game, yeah. or you could go unlocked hotels. And my goal was to get, own the entire board and own all of the hotels. Nice. You, yeah, you don't you don't want to you don't want to um, have liquid assets. No, no. So I would I would like I'd get some money and I'd upgrade a property and then I would just give the rest of the cash to the computer. Man, it sounds like you would be really good at running a large. Monopolistic corporation with billions of dollars in debt. Yeah, yeah. That was the other thing about Monopoly is you couldn't take out debt. No, you could, but then the properties were useless to you. Yes, which is not the way any of this seems to work in the real no. world. Where it's like, yeah, we got two hundred billion dollars in debt, and uh, everything's great. Everything's great. What are you talking about? The government's gonna the government's gonna give us an extra three hundred billion. Uh, Next month, and we will still be two hundred billion dollars in debt because that's going straight to the CEO. They gave us three hundred billion dollars uh, to subsidize as like a Corona uh-huh. bailout, and um, we didn't put any of that into infrastructure. No, nope. we didn't put any of it into employee salaries. Uh, we didn't put any of it into the debt, but nope. we did pay out as a big bonus to shareholders and the CEO. Yep. You're welcome, everybody. And uh, next next year, because of all of our debt, we're going to qualify for a big tax refund. <laughs> and guess who's getting that? That's right, CEO again. Yep. Oh, corporations. I'm ready have to uh, to be a sewer rat. Yeah, and uh, you know, jack into a uh, big old megacorp. I, I'm ready. I'm ready to open fire on my enemies. I'm ready for civil war too. Uh, I want to die for what I believe in, uh-huh. and or kill people that I disagree with. Yep. Yeah. That's my that's my my dream. I, I'm ready for the boogaloo. I've got all yeah. the Hawaiian shirts I need. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did like that wall idea. Around the Chaz. Yeah, like escape from LA or whatever. Yeah. You know. Escape from Chaz. <laughs> but it's, see, the thing is, like, East Germany was a lot of wall to patrol. It was, yeah. But it's six square blocks. Like, yeah, it's easy. like maybe four miles, five miles of, of wall. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like you could put a, a cop every 2,500 feet mm-hmm. and. That's a job, you know? So, like, so, I mean, you're creating jobs. Uh, you shoot beanbag guns at them. Hey! Fucking stay on your side of the wall. 
You goddamn nakers. <laughs> he's got like a big, he's got like a big megaphone. He's like, attention nakers. How you guys feeling? <laughs> kind of sucks in there, don't it? I bet you're regretting all of those socialist ideals you had held. So, hey, 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 you shithead with the stick. How's your little garden? Hey, how's your garden? It don't look so good. <laughs> Start giving them uh, garden advice. Nice mint you're growing. You should grow them in lines instead of weird piles. <laughs> hey, ho! Stay 100 feet away from the wall. We don't want to smell you, you dirty hippie. <laughs> uh. And anybody who wants to go into the the zone, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, come on now, go on over, yeah, yeah. We got an incoming. He's wearing a Naruto shirt. I bet he's gonna be a real productive member of your society. Go ahead, hop on over. Yeah, you got another one. Good luck. I hope he didn't bring any guns. Yeah. Might get another warlord. That's another. It's another mouth to feed on your Etsy salary. <laughs> uh, here's a big import truck full of Tom's shoes <laughs> and reusable bags. Yep. I hope they help you in these struggling times. Hey, how much is a uh, custom-made uh, 3D printed uh, uh, nameplate made out of reusable materials? $120. Jeez, no wonder you're inside a wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be so great. I here's here's my my other thought, right? Uh-huh. We we get we make two big squares, right? We yeah. go out to like like Montana. Yeah, where nothing say. there's nothing there. Nothing there. And you give you give it 50 mile 50 square miles. And it's like, all right, this is uh this is the the anarchy left wing free yeah. zone. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna let as many of you guys go in there, and you guys get to run by your dumbass hippie ideals. Yeah, I totally agree. And then, and then, five hundred feet to the right is another walled zone, another fifty square miles. Right, yeah. and this is this is the right wing yep. libertarian commune uh-huh. where you guys can have all of your like. Law and order and Second Amendment ideals. Yeah, and then we give it like ten years, uh-huh. or let's say fifty years. Yeah, maybe we pit them against each other in like a like a a battle or a struggle, a comp, if you will. <laughs> right, yeah. but there's no there's no hostilities. It's just a it's like a competition. Uh huh. Um, it's like my competition. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And so, because there's no open hostilities, it would be cold. It'd be like a. It'd be like a frozen, frozen. comp. Yeah. <laughs> and after 50 years, we go like, "Hey, um, your goofy socialist ideals, and you're all dead. Uh-huh. And your right wing libertarian freedom loving ideals, and you guys made a really great society uh-huh. that we want to live in uh-huh. because uh, there's law and order and freedom. Yeah. It's crazy." And it'll we'll call it like we'll call it the frozen comp. <laughs> That's my idea. Yeah, get a real A B test. Yeah, and if you agree, if you agree to go in, you're in. You're in. You don't get to leave. Nope. nope. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. no imports unless unless you can like negotiate exports. 
Okay, yeah. And they have to be real close to one another so that they have similar biomes so that, and similar natural resources, right? Because if, like, if, like, libertarian free zone yeah. is on a big diamond mine, uh-huh. it's like, hey, we found diamonds. We're selling diamonds. <laughs> of course your, your yeah. society's going to survive. You could call it, like, uh, something... You know, trendy like a reservation, and then give them like blankets <laughs> with smallpox. That's the end of the experiment. Yeah. After the fifty years, smallpox blankets are dropped in. Uh, or like if the hippie, like the hippie, sounds like we're we're exporting hemp oil. It's like, yeah, um, weed's legal out here. We don't give a fuck. Yep. Oh, do you guys want some basil plants? We got some good mint. <laughs> Tarragon. We don't know what that is. We don't know what that is. <laughs> Killer rosemary over here, bro. I have a, I have a vegan, uh, non, uh, like harmful, uh, reusable sho- shoes uh-huh. that are made out of soda bags. Yeah. Like, uh, um, we have shoes. Thank you, though. <laughs> is it gluten free? I've got free? a soy free, gluten free tofu replacement. It's called Meat Foo. Yeah, and so so uh, you get like fifty square miles and maybe like two hundred people, right? Mm-hmm. Put yep. them in there, uh, and they get to make a list of like a hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, that they get to bring in with them. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah, hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff, two hundred people, and yeah. you go into the zone. Yeah, and we you know frozen comp, find out what happens. <laughs> Anyway, this has been Here So I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. I'm Todd. Catch you next week. See ya. If you want to call into Here's When I Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Uh, we've got four voicemails here, plus one in the Discord, which is another place you can leave a uh, a voicemail if you're feeling like it. Hey guys, Dead Helm from Fuck But Nowhere, and an animal shelter, and a fucking pet salon. And here's what I don't mother trucking get. <laughs> um, so I guess because, you know, class of 2020, unlike me, got to play the victim. Um, and be like, oh, no, they don't get to watch in here. Something. And even though they, most of them are stuck up content, you either dick and die. But, uh, yeah. So, you know, most of them are just dumb pricks that were victim, playing the victim in the situation. And I, uh, I don't know. I have a couple friends that were across below me. But, I, you know, the rest of them can either eat shit and die, in my personal and professional opinion. But... Here's what I really don't fucking get. So, I've been driving around today, doing stuff around the house, helping everybody, and I'm taking out the recycle, and I see three cars. One says second grade grad. And I go, Second grade grad? And then I see, oh, eighth grade grad. Okay, I understand that one. No, no. uh, It's a big thing. They're going from hell to literal hell. Only if you're not going to make it anywhere else in life. So then... Right after that, I'm driving back from dropping off my recycling, and I see, you're not going to believe this, fucking first grade grad. 
Like, what the fuck? Your kid's literally gone, gotten out of the easiest fucking It's in the life. same building. They're like... <laughs> You're going from room 203 living, but, you know, to room 217. Like, yeah. It's like right no, down the same fucking, fucking hallway. Pretend like you had to go through hell. No, you, you fucking cunts got a year off of school because, you know, some fucking... Like, like I got in trouble for staying for fake plague. Fucking, yeah. Fuck you. You don't get to play the victim. Uh, no, you're not that special. And eat shit and die, kids. Stay serious, boys. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I remember uh, we had an eighth grade promotion ceremony. Uh-huh. And I didn't go because it seemed like a huge waste of time. Yeah. And then I didn't want to go to the high school graduation and uh, it turns out it's a huge waste of time. Yeah. And then I didn't want to go to my college graduation, so I didn't. And uh, one of the best decisions I've ever made. It, oh, God, that whole fucking, like, you made it. You made it to a new... It used to be just like a a thing that happened to us, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you, oh, you finished a fifth grade, you're going to the sixth grade. I, I feel like it started when we were in middle school, the whole promotion thing and the cap and gown. I remember I had a cap and gown for... Preschool into kindergarten. Wow, I didn't, but yeah, that's yeah, crazy. It started when we were kids. This like lovey-dovey cuddle bullshit, and in my opinion, it takes away from like actually graduating high school, actually graduating from college, actually getting a master's degree or your mm-hmm. PhD. Yep, it's like, oh yeah, um, we're a grad every. You, you graduate twelve times, and then you go to college. <laughs> We graduate like, another four times. We graduate another four times, and if you go into your master's three more times, and if you go into your PhD another two times. It's like, is is there? there's no meaning to it anymore. It's just, I already think that college is the 13th grade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the way they mollycoddle you. Yep. Well, here's one from the uh, Discord called don't.flack.at.me.flack. <laughs> what up, guys? It's KingCunt42 here. Here's what I don't get. How come every time I pull up to Carl's Jr., I get hit with one of these? Welcome to Carl's Jr. Would you like to try a spicy Western bacon cheeseburger today? Stop asking me if I want to try shit. All right? Yeah, I know that's what I'm really gonna annoying. Order the second I pull up to the window. Totally agree. All you're doing is wasting everybody's time. Yep. One of these days, I should just be like, nope, wrong, guess again. And then when they're all... Oh, like, oh yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> well, you want to guess what I want rather than letting me actually make my goddamn order like every other place. So go ahead. Just keep guessing. Let's waste... Just, just keep wasting everybody's time. See how long we can do this. And if they refuse, you'd be like, well, I guess you didn't guess it. I guess I have to go somewhere else now. Go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, like McDonald's, I go, hello, welcome back. And I it mm-hmm. pisses me off because I'm just like, what if it's my first time at McDonald's? But everyone knows it's not. I I would understand if they didn't have a giant board with the list with of the all. entire menu on Not it. Not only yeah. that, but uh what he said, I'm pretty sure they're just they're uh they're promoting their newest item. And yeah. Uh I'd understand it, but the problem is that on that big old board with all the food, there's a giant thing that in bright colors in huge large <laughs> bold text that says new and the new thing right next to it. Yeah, sometimes what if you're blind? it's even on like custom printed, you know, little side signs that are uh, yep. and you're pulled through the drive-thru. It's like, try the new bacon water chaka chili king and chili king burger. Yeah. And you're just like, um, okay. Dude, water burger pisses me off when you go through there. Same same. Are you deal. earning points today? No, or 
will you be using our your mobile app? It's like, what are you talking about? I'm here to get a fucking burger. What are you talking about? No, if I was going to use my mobile app, I wouldn't come in the drive-thru. <laughs> uh, what drives me crazy is Taco Bueno uh-huh. because they do this too, but it's even worse because it's not the person you're talking to, right? It's a pre-recorded thing. It's like, uh, welcome back to Taco Bueno. Would you like to try the mega chunk of chicken nachos today? Uh-huh. And you're like, uh, no. And then, right, and that's like a high-pitched girl voice. And it's like, uh, uh, can I take your order? Oh, uh, that's a totally different <laughs> voice than the voice about the water chicken chicken nachos. Yeah. You just played that based on a sensor hearing that I pulled up. I'm with that guy, 100%. Skank Hunt, Skank Hunt gets it. What's up, guys? Uh, Matt from Minnesota here. Just uh, got done with the new episode, and I got a pretty big don't get bordering on what makes me a rage. Even though that's the wrong show, I got to get this off my chest a little bit. Here's what I don't get. When the fuck did Tab become such a bootlicker? I've been listening to him rail about a metaphorical boot on his neck from the government for having to wear a mask. Yeah. But now, when he... Now is when he is in the sport of police when they are actually putting a literal boot on a man's neck. And don't give me the shit about it being his knee. If you think your civil rights are being infringed on, upon by the government during COVID, when you think that the government executing citizens of the United States with impunity, I have never been more proud of my city that when your, your an agent city of the state ending police kills a man, we burned the police station to the fucking ground. After you destroyed unrelated businesses. And you think you need the police to protect your home and family and your property? No, that's why I have a gun. I can't think of the last time I called the police for help. When my coworker had an iPad stolen out of his vehicle, we didn't call the police. We called a few guys with guns, used the iPad tracking system, and we went and retrieved the, the iPad. At no cost to the taxpayer, mind you. That's more all I have. Um, I still love the show. And if New Project 2 doesn't get sorted out in the next few minutes, I will be switching over to Patreon to keep supporting you guys. But Jesus Christ, when are you going to flip the script on the fucking police? Fuck the police. You know, here's the funny thing, right? <laughs> I've had on my list of issues for about, let's see, when did I put yeah, it so th- this is here? This is completely true, uh, by the way. It's called Diplomatic Immunity. I put it on my list of issues on June 2nd. Yes. Following George Floyd being murdered. Yes. Because I was going to bring in the way that police are basically immune to prosecution. Yes. But now I'm putting it off another week. Yeah. Not bringing it in next week either. <laughs> uh, you said this before. I, I, when we've not been recording, you've been like, because the other stuff pisses you off. You're like, fuck it, I'll put it off for a week. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I flipped the script, and yeah, you can think I'm a bootlicker, but um, that's my my personality. If you haven't picked this up, is 
when you start telling me to do a thing, yes, I. I reject it so hard yep. that I will do literally the the way you got you get me to wear a mask. If you recall, I uh-huh. was very much for masks, right? Yeah. Early on in the coronavirus uh-huh. thing. Yeah. And then they said you got to wear a mask, and I was like, "Fuck you! Yep. Don't tell me what to do. Yep. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me that I need to care about this one dude getting killed by police. Don't do it because I don't. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Is is are the cops pieces of shit? Yeah, absolutely. But this guy is more of a more annoying to me than piece of shit cops right now, right? Because I I hate cops every day of the week, yeah. Every day of the year, yeah. I'm just like, man, I fucking can't stand. I the last time I I needed a cop was when I was hit by a car. Uh huh. My car was destroyed. She didn't have insurance. She didn't have a driver's license. Right, the car is the car is a year out of date in its registration. Do you ever make good on that? I no, I I just decided to let it go, uh, and I'll let karma handle it. Uh, I call the police and I wait for forty five minutes in the freezing cold, for and I see three cops drive past the quick trip that I'm sending in, mm-hmm. and then I decided oh, there's no fucking point, and I just went home. 45 minutes. These guys have time to drive all over the fucking town and can't actually, like, come take a report so that I can file an insurance claim? Nope. Fuck me. So, yeah, I think cops are worthless. That's why I own a gun. Because if someone comes and tries to steal my car in the night or tries to break into my home or tries to rob me, Mm -hmm. I'm going to kill them. And sort it out later. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I might just kill them and then go home. Bang. That guy's dead. Problem solved. <laughs> go home. That's the plan. Yeah. But I just cannot handle being told what a piece of shit I am for the color of my skin and pretend that burning down targets, destroying businesses unrelated to this is somehow a call for justice. People in California and Tulsa and Atlanta setting things on fire and destroying property is somehow in honor of this memory and go and trying to make a difference because it's not. Yeah, it's, realistically. A, it's a gray area. I understand. Yeah. Because I can be in the middle and hate. I can hate all sides. No, you no, you're a racist bigot, Tab. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> hate those nakers. While we're on the subject, real quick, there was some talk in the Discord. Yeah, some people really lit you up. Yeah, they lit me up. <laughs> uh, and and uh, I want to say that's like, the the first thing is uh, you kind of explained a little bit of it is that uh, in general, neither of us care. Yes. Uh, but you really cared about this thing. And I think people might, might think we planned the podcast a little more than we actually do, yeah. which is not at all. <laughs> Essentially. Uh, we never like the, I think today would probably the most we've talked about an issue of, prior, an to, issue prior to her getting yeah. record. Um, and that was, that wasn't like a couple of days ago. That was at dinner at dinner before we went over to Todd's to record. Uh, we in as a almost as a rule we generally do not discuss yeah, issues so that beforehand. The conversation is real. Yeah, um, and so Tab really cared about his points, where I spent the last week and a half, week week and a half, I guess, two weeks, 
of uh, just ingesting the the media. Uh, and then there's there's also the problem that uh, I've talked about before, which is the media you consume and the media I consume are because of my issue today, the black and white thing. Yeah. The you get one side of the coin, I get one side of the coin, despite us both not being, despite us Dedicated both being somewhere, one thing. despite yeah. us both being somewhere in the middle. By the issue of everything being black or white, you get one side, I get one side. So yeah, I'm very black and white, right? But my my off is usually just like ambivalence, uh-huh. and my you can push me, you can push me so far, right? Yeah, you yeah. can push my needle, but ambivalence is a huge part of this the travel of the needle. Yeah, yeah. But eventually, you hit the red zone where it's like you have to care. Yeah. Um. But usually, when you push that needle into have to care territory, it's not the way you want me to care. No. no. Because. I am more annoyed about being told to care yes. than actually whatever's going on. Exactly. I was I was on these people's side for about two days, mm-hmm. and then I they pushed me into this like every company had to fucking have something yep. to say. Yep. Every news thing had to be this <laughs> give these people the platform. Everyone's telling me what a piece of shit I am, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck each and every one of you. I hope you get killed. Whereas I I'm just uh, I'm kind of just on cruise control. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys, I, I was watching Dick Show, and uh, he had a picture up of a protester. Did you guys happen to catch that? The one that was said, "If I put a black person, if I hid my black uterus, Americans in my uterus, would their lives finally matter?" And the answer, uh, the answer is no, because black people have abortions at a far higher rate than white people. Uh, what was the? There's there's one that was like. Uh, Oh, man. Uh, it was something like, uh, your daughters love every inch of us. Why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good, pretty good sign. I, I, I don't, I don't like signs. I don't understand it. Cause there's a pretty, uh, there's a lot of, uh, black Americans that are police officers. Yeah, but, so but their logic in, yeah, the, in the protest is kind of flawed. No, it's, no, no, no. Those no. people are race traders and Uncle Toms. Aside, okay, yeah, I, I hear that a lot. But also, studies have shown that uh, that that black officers, uh, uh, because of the way the police system works, uh, their mindset when it comes to race. Uh, is is the same as white officers becomes the same as white officers like it becomes just uh, like and that there's no institutional racism and they don't profile fight and flight race people of different races differently other than killing far more white people than black people every year is that what you mean by that or, man there's a video i gotta show you about that yeah the guy a guy does the math on it yeah yeah is it and he's he like shows that per capita nine is higher than 500 somehow I'll show, I'll show you the video. Okay. I'm probably not going to watch it. He's listed. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dad. <clears throat> Excuse me. Dead home from the animal shelter. And uh, I have a two-for-one because I don't want to leave multiple voicemails a week, even though I probably will. So here's what you I did. don't get. <laughs> um, I'll do it in chronological you order. Fucking uh, <laughs> Jesus. So I follow... Uh, couple birds pages because I uh, really like birds. I don't know if you can tell because you know I keep talking about my parrot and um, I thought that was a euphemism. I thought he was talking <laughs> chicks. Like, I mean. 
it's just pages about birds, right? No. Every Friday, it's a Facebook page called No Flocks Given. So I'm like, oh, it's just a, you know, bird meme page. And no, every Friday, it's just Orange Man Bad, Orange Man Bad, Orange Man Bad. Like, fuck off, I hate that dude. shit. Be original. God Fucking damn. Make your page about what and, it's about. Uh, so I'm like, hey, if you guys are just going to post fucking political hot takes that aren't even that hot, can I, I'm just going to leave. And then one of the, I think just one of the random members DMs me on the Facebook Messenger and said, hey, like this bird, this mean bird, bird mean group doesn't, you know, post ads or po- politics because they're not massive faggots. So I'm like, oh, thank you. Good to know. And then, um, so second don't get is being hoisted by your own, uh, or being burnt by your own retard. So, it's retard. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, That's a joke from V. At a graduation party. And, you know, I'm a pasty motherfucker for being an al- albino black man that I claim to be for my college reasons. Um, but, it's man, thinking. I got burnt so fucking bad. I barely could drive one of my friends home. Like, God fucking damn. I just had to sit in the tub for 45 uninterrupted minutes going... So, yeah. You got to shower with really, really, really um, hot water. Yeah. Well, I'm so burnt. Or you need so more sunlight. I'm dehydrated as fuck because of it. <clears throat> On the way to a chiropractor so my brain doesn't get fucked. My brain. My back doesn't get more fucked. <laughs> So yeah, eh. <laughs> you were you were right first time I think. Uh, yeah, you, the the trick to a bad sunburn is to uh, take a really really yeah. really incredibly hot shower. You know what I hate doing is uh, like a weekly yeah. podcast. Yeah, I I really don't want to do a weekly podcast, but for some reason every week <laughs> an episode of a podcast comes out. I don't know how it happens. <laughs> uh, the. The bird, the I hate the groups where it's like, here's a group for this one thing, and then they gotta like go off and do other shit. It's like, hey, um, if if you want to talk about that, make a group about talking about that bird guys that like to talk about orange man bad, yeah, yeah. right? And then you can have all those dip dickhead conversations there, and here can just be a nice, quiet, neutral utopia of bird memes where. It's a, it's an escape. Yeah, it's an yeah. escape from those yeah. things. That's, that's why Reddit sucks. Every Reddit, every all Reddits just dissolve into the same bullshit. Yeah. But only slightly themed. All right, I gotta look like an idiot and do a quick little pickup on the line that uh, I fucked up on my voicemail. It's almost four in the morning, so cut me some slack. I know you're probably pissed. Like I said, still love you guys, but. If you think your civil liberties are being infringed upon for being told to stay in your home, wear a mask, put, you know, your life on hold, your career on hold for this stupid, you know, tongue flu, whatever you want to call it. I agree with that, by the way. But I also agree that a man's civil liberties are impeded when the police kill him with impunity. His literal life was taken from him. That's the point I kind of screwed up. Um, I just wanted to make that point a little more clear. Love the show. 
Todd, you're kind of a weird dude. Thank you. <laughs> hey, keep it up. Uh, yeah, but uh, I was say we we talked about it. that we, guy we wouldn't be in that situation if he hadn't made a lot of poor life choices, would he? How many times I've been killed by the police, Tim? No. Eleven. There's a. Uh, did you did you hear about the? Uh... Medium article about from the bastard from the former bastard cop. Who's who's the bastard cop? It's he's anonymous, but um, there's a guy that used to be a California police officer wrote a uh, wrote an article about why cops are the way they are. Yeah, pretty interesting. I hate medium articles. So they don't want to die, get shot. I mean, that's that's a that's yeah. I mean, Todd. I mean, that's you're, I mean, you're that's pretty much what that, it is. That is, yeah. It's it's basically that they're they're drill they're 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 drilled into them this this idea that uh, you never know you never know mm-hmm. and that He's your life your life is your life is in danger at all times uh, and that uh, everyone else is uh, subhuman basically everyone else yeah. well. I, I thought it, I thought it was an interesting read. It's kind of kind of right though. I mean, yeah, I've seen the uh, Highway Patrol training video where uh, the cops just kind of leisurely walking up, and the dude just fucking like puts like the whole clip into the oh, Highway Patrol guy. Yeah, that's that, I mean, that's part. Of, he said one of the things about training is like they're just they're just shown video after video after video after video of. of How cops, to survive edge of, weapons? Of, no, of <laughs> I wish of of cops being killed. Yeah. Um, and so they're, they're, uh, you know, but it's a, it's a much more real possibility. Like, uh, the chances of me being killed doing my job mm-hmm. on a day to day basis yeah. are basically null. Like the risk is me falling off of something really high mm-hmm. or being electrocuted. Okay. And what about disobeying a police order? Well, that I, I'm not no, he, following. He's, he's, talking about, at work. he's talking about the deadly, uh, he's talking about. Like the, the the risk of going to work. Yes. Right? Now a firefighter, far more level of risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because about forty percent of your time as a firefighter is spent in buildings that are on fire. Yeah. Where you're not supposed to be. Yeah. And there's chances of backdraft. There's chances of uh, building collapse. There's ch- chances of just plain old suffocating mm-hmm. to death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. But there's no way to avoid that. There's nothing like a firefighter can't go preemptively fight fires. They got to wait for the call well, and rush actually, over there. Have you seen the uh, those fires in California that were started by the uh, firemen so they could get work? So that they wouldn't get laid off? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could preemptively fight those fires. <laughs> but, but as a cop, like every interaction with a person mm-hmm. is a the level of risk. Of you being killed or injured, something like um, fifteen thousand cops are injured every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, in the article, the the, the guy said um, he he felt that uh, nine out of ten times, nine out of ten calls he responded to did not require him to have a gun. Yeah, the, that ninety percent was uh, mostly. Um, Mental health. It was civil bullshit. Civil bullshit. Yeah. Domestic. Yeah. 
Well, so the, then that to me seems like you need two tiers of cops. Yeah. And right. that's, what, that's what a lot of the reform is about. Uh, nah, a lot of it seems to be about just completely getting rid of them and us living in the wild, wild west. That's okay. I, I, that and that is literally in the New York Times this weekend. I understand. That is their end goal. Uh, but like, we're never going to reach that. And so, I mean, I would like to get, I mean, start getting there. I'm not saying I want that, but you know, you know what I mean? On the line of getting there, I think getting there is better than going the other way. I, I feel like uh, it's one of those things where um, if this just proves that we're not even close to ready to not have those cops kinds of cops around. Um, and and also, okay. also, I want a plan that makes sense and doesn't have things like uh, there was one that I read from Minneapolis that's defunding their police department. Yeah. And one of the things in their thing said, uh, if you call 911, there may be a chance that you're just asked to call back later. <laughs> Man. Like, if I'm if I'm calling 911. I have an emergency, then I need help right there's now. There's something I need help with right now. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, by fatal injury rate, and this yeah. is, these are jobs, where do you think police and this, the the... The the entry is police and sheriff's patrol officers. Uh, probably like fifteenth. It's sixteenth. Oh, right, right nice. behind oil rig workers. Yeah, behind first line supervisors of mechanics, installers, and repairers. Yeah, construction trade helpers, miscellaneous agricultural workers, uh, grounds maintenance workers, electrical power line installers, that and was repairers. Be one of my high ones. Yep. Uh, first line supervisors of landscaping, lawn service, and groundskeeping workers. First line supervisors of construction trades and extraction workers, structural miners. iron. What miners? Is miners on there? Structural iron and steel workers. Yeah, that seems uh, risky. Farmers, ranchers, and other agricultural managers, uh, drivers slash sales workers and truck drivers, uh, refuse and recyclable material collectors, garbage man, fifth deadliest job in America. Wow. Uh, roofers. Garbage man is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, aircraft Each pilots stroke and then they fall off the truck yeah, while it's moving. Aircraft pilots and flight engineers. Yeah. Number two is fishers and related fishing workers. Yeah. Deadliest catch. And number one is logging workers. Uh, Loggers. Makes sense lumberjacks. Too. Yeah. Yep. I uh, I rigged my PSAT results so that it would give me um, logger as my <laughs> as my recommended job. Yeah. yeah senior year. <laughs> <laughs> like on the toilet because it always came back and it was like you should be a supervisor because you're so fucking smart yeah, yeah, yeah and then i went through and i just I don't like, even rec- did the fucking, act do that it was the psat oh i did the act that's why yeah uh, no you did the psa too too because we had to do it our sophomore year oh, and our senior we? year yeah it was like no. a mandatory deal i don't re- I, then i don't recall what it said yeah I, th- I think we had to do an eighth grade too I think we did it three times, and Jeez. it was like a huge ordeal. Anyway, uh, I remember the reason why I remember it is because when sophomore year when we took it, they wouldn't let me read the newspaper. I finished the first section. Oh yeah, yeah. And I wanted to read the newspaper, and so I finish, pull my newspaper out, and I open it up and start reading. And someone comes by, and they're like, uh, "You can't read that." And I'm like, uh, "What?" And they go, "You can't read that in here." And I'm like, uh, okay. You have to just sit there. So I fold no. So I fold the newspaper up and put it back and read it. From and me. I pull out my book. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, you can't read that either. Like, yeah. what the fuck do you mean I can't read? We well, don't know what's in there. Like, 
It's a book. Yeah. What does it matter what's in there? Just like I, what am I supposed to do? Just sit here and stare at the wall because I finished this section of the test. Like we're supposed to get like fifty-five minutes to do it, yeah. and I did it in about ten. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I'm just like okay, so I ended up like doodling all over the the workbook. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah, but anyway, the PSAT it told you what your what your job placement would be, and I really wanted um, forestry worker. <laughs> be a lumberjack as my recommended profession. And so I finally figured out the the how to get it to kick uh-huh. that result out, which should let you know exactly how what they think of no, no. yeah, what they think, but also like how uh, skewed my worldview is. Gotcha, <laughs> and always has been. Yeah, yeah. I like wood. I just wanted to sing the song, <laughs> the Monty Python song. Yes, cut down trees, skip and jump. I go to the lavatory. Well, uh, I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, Excuse me. I think this might be Gatorade or something. I was just looking for some regular water. Water? Yeah. You mean like in the toilet? What for? Uh, Just to, to, to drink. (laughs) rondo the thirst mutilator had come to replace water virtually everywhere water the basic component of all life had been deemed a threat to brondo's profit margin the solution came during the budget crisis of 2330 when the brondo corporation simply bought the fda and the fcc enabling them to say, do, and sell anything they wanted. Joe didn't know any of this, but he did see a problem that he might actually be able to solve. With his options running out, Joe took a bold step. He would not get out of the way. This time, he would lead. For the last time, I'm pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brondo stuff. The Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops? Yes. Water. Like out the toilet? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but, but yeah, that's the idea. But Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Okay, look. The plants aren't growing. So I'm pretty sure that the Brando's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Hey, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, look, you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon, so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brando's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they used to make Brondo. Yeah, but why did they use them to make Brondo? Because Brondo's got electrolytes. <laughs>